0: The marriage between Marvel and Sony ends in divorce, and as usual, it's the kids who suffer most. Ewan McGregor is set to return as Obi-Wan Kenobi, and Keanu Reeves is coming back to play Neo. It's 1999 all over again, here on episode 22 of the Hella Nerdy Podcast. All right, hello and welcome to episode 22 of the Hella Nerdy Podcast, Uh I am Adam and that is Andy Hello Otherwise known as Animal Animal <laughs> Or Andy Ma. And, Ooh. To some <laughs> Re- Really? <laughs> no. I want to Nobody I, calls me I was going to say Ma. I want to meet the person who calls you Andy Andy Ma That's <laughs> <Drums. laughs> fantastic <laughs> uh, Well we are back again uh, To talk about all the things And I think I said last time that we were running short On things to talk about yep. That is not the case this time around <laughs>
1: We were like, ah, there's just, there's nothing to talk about when yeah. D23 happened.
0: Yep. And, well, and even pre-D, pre-D23. Yeah, D- I
1: suppose there's been lots of stuff happening even before that.
0: Man, so many things. So this is going to be a pretty packed episode. We got a lot to get to. Uh, but the first thing we're going to get to is our beer of the week. Beer, beer, beer. Beer. <laughs> beer. <laughs> nice. <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. was one of my favorites. I kind of want you to do the whole podcast. and animal, <laughs> My throat Your throat so away you'd be messed up. Yeah, that'd be yeah, messed up. Be fun. I require a <laughs> right. drum kit. So the, uh, the Beer of the Week comes to us from The Brewing Project, which is in Wisconsin. Uh, I'm not sure where in Wisconsin. Look at the can. Hurry. Mm. Uh, Eau Claire. It's Eau Claire. Okay. Yep. Uh, so it comes to us from The Brewing Project. As a matter of fact, I think we might have had a brewing project. I think we did. Beer yeah, on, yeah, like a so back, like a honey one or something like that. I can't really remember. Yeah. So this is uh this is their resist. It's part of their resist series of oh, milk- a series, yeah, of, of milkshake IPA. So okay. there's been like a mango one and oh, a blueberry one. That's cool. There've been a lot of them. Uh, this one is peaches and cream. So it's a mm-hmm. peaches and cream milkshake IPA uh, made with citra and mosaic hops, lactose and peach, and it was aged on vanilla.
1: Yeah, it's good.
0: Yeah, we were talking about it right before we, we uh, hit record here. Um, I like it not quite as much as I thought I was going to. Excuse me. Nice. You
1: sure about that? I am sure about that. <laughs>
0: uh, no. burr. Burr. Uh, burr. Uh, it's good. Burr. Uh, <laughs> it, uh, it, that's our full review. Yeah, it Thank is. Thank you for, for <laughs> tuning in. It is good. I was hoping for a little more vanilla. Yeah. Um, and it's got kind of a... It's got kind of a strange aftertaste, and I can't quite put my finger on yeah, what it is. Yeah, we,
1: we were both saying that. I I I like the the peach kind of juicy flavor right right at at the front. Mm-hmm. You, you taste that kind of creaminess, and then there's that that smooth texture with the lactose. So it definitely has that kind of milkshake IPA um, look and feel to it. Yeah. Um, but then yeah, with the flavor, it's like. There is that initial hit of peach, but that's kind of it. There's a little bit of hops after and then the aftertaste is kind of dry. Yeah. It's really it's it's different. Yeah. Um yeah. I'm I'm also kind of on the fence about that.
0: Yeah. We haven't we aspect. haven't we haven't been doing sort of like uh, official ratings or anything like that, mm-hmm. but this is one of those ones where I'd be like, uh, six and a half out of ten. Yeah.
1: It's not bad, but it's not great.
0: Right. Yeah. Um it's very fragrant. Mm-hmm. Like oh, it, yeah. this it smells great. smells great. Yeah, you it's, get all the
1: peach in there. Yeah. A little bit of the vanilla for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, not a bad beer. Not a bad beer. Yeah. Cheers, sir.
1: Cheers. We reach across this table. Oh.
0: You need a smaller table. <laughs> Anyways. Or
1: we need longer.
0: Longer. Crosses. Longer arms. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Smaller yeah. table. Longer arms. Be better. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, uh, we're just going to jump right in here. Um, and this week, uh, as we are wont to do on a lot of these shows, uh, we're going to switch up the order of things just a little bit because... Um, you know, I, I think prior to this show, if you'd asked me a week and a half ago, I would have said, well, obviously, we're going to start with D23 stuff. Yep. Be a lot of Marvel, a lot of Star Wars. We're going to get into all that kind of stuff.
1: But this is the most, like, recent yep. kind of info. But, of
0: course, uh, Sony and Marvel had to have um, what can only be described as a pissing contest. A lover's quarrel? N- yeah, no, not, not so much. I They just, you know, they were... Yeah. Anyways, it's it's it was a major cluster, and some stuff went down. And Spider Man is no longer part of the MCU. Um,
1: yeah, we, I mean we've been texting about this for the last week. Yeah,
0: and I'm and I will I will say I'm really glad I've had a week to marinate mm-hmm. on it. Yeah, because if we had done this like the day after <laughs> or the day of, it would have been, we yeah, been a lot of yelling, freaking out. Yeah, there would have been a lot of yelling happening was some, on this there podcast. There was some
1: some choice words used. Yeah. In our texts.
0: Yeah. It was colorful. <laughs> it was colorful, it was to colorful. say the least. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It was not uh, D23 appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. It probably no. would have been maybe Deadpool appropriate. But yeah. That's, that's kind of sure. it, you know. Yeah. It would have been Fox 23 yeah, ap- exactly. appropriate, yeah. but not, yeah. not D23.
0: Fox so, um, yeah, it's crazy. You know, I mentioned uh, 1999 in the intro, and, you know, um, The Phantom Menace came out that year. And The Matrix came out that year. That's right. That was also the year that Sony acquired the film rights to Spider-Man.
1: Huh. Wow.
0: So 20 years ago, here we are, back with Sony owning the full rights.
1: Now, they didn't actually put out a a Spider-Man movie until 2001? 2002, 2002, I think. 2002?
0: Yep. So they they acquired the rights, and it took them three years to make the... That's the first Spider-Man
1: movie with Tobey Maguire and Kristen Dunst. Correct. So we've had that's that's wild i didn't know that so and i don't know if uh, i remember exactly the 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 position that marvel was in was that kind of where they were in danger of being bankrupt again or
0: um you know i'd have to go back and look at what the stories were like back then but um i think they were they were having you know they're having some financial difficulties that may have been that may have been when they moved a lot of their operations from new york to la mm, okay um Again, I'd have to go back and look. I yeah. didn't. I didn't take the time it's, to.
1: It's just interesting to me that all all of those things were happening all at the same time. Yeah. So maybe part of the Y two K scare. <laughs>
0: yeah, the, <laughs> we gotta get the Spider Man out of here. We never know. <laughs> never know what might happen. Um. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, it's a. Uh, I, there's no other way to say it. it's a sad time, for for nerds it's everywhere. Frustrating. It is. It's As very frustrating.
1: Hell, this is the like probably the stupidest <laughs> disagreement. In Hollywood, I mean, like, there's so many different things where you could talk about properties being fought over, right? Mm-hmm. But <sighs> I still remember getting the, the getting the news about them making this deal in the first place when yeah. they announced that Spider-Man was going to be making his appearance in the MCU in Captain America's Civil War. I lost my mind. I was oh, so yeah. excited... And I was like, I still don't understand how, like, logistically this is going to work because it's still, he's owned by Sony, but then the character is owned by Marvel and there's all these different things going on. And I was just, like, excited at the time to see that it was happening. I never thought about where that deal was going to go sure. or, like, what the long kind of term effects were going to be. Um, I, I think I, like many other fans, probably just. Got so high off of having Spider Man again, or having good the potential for good Spider Man movies, yeah, um, that I didn't even think about where what this could lead to. No,
0: agreed. And and you know, as it went on, you know, as these movies were getting made, and as Tom Holland was making appearances in in non solo Spider Man movies, and it was clear that they had a perfect take on the character, that they had a perfect actor embodying the character, yeah, that. It seemed like, and the and you know, just very recently, far from Ho- far from home became the highest grossing movie Sony has ever released.
1: Not just highest grossing Spider Man film. Nope. highest grossing film ever. That Sony. Has ever released.
0: So it, it seemed like such a no-brainer that this would continue. Yeah. Because it's so beneficial if it's for a, both sides. If it's
1: about the money, clearly they're making money. So yeah. So what's the problem?
0: They're making a lot of money. Now, there's a lot of stuff to sort of unpack here. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it uh, – p- part of the problem of talking about this is that uh, – the the leaks so to speak are coming from both sides yep. um and you know you don't can't you can't quite know who to believe yeah when people talk about what's happening here the first initial report was that donie uh, donie not donie well, or, or it's or, dumb sony so yeah. donie it's not too far away the first report was that disney <laughs> came clearly i've chosen a side yeah. Di- <laughs> well yeah and i'll we'll get into that in a second because i have i because i've had a week to think about it you know i i've my tune has changed very slightly so uh, the first report was that Disney came to the table asking for a fifty-fifty split of the revenue, just straight up from the movies. From the movies, just the movies. Yeah, movie makes a Does billion. They didn't
1: have anything to do with merchandise. Nope. or... yeah. M-
0: movies make a billion dollars. Sales. We want five hundred million of that billion. Yeah. Yep. So, and and you know the the talk was that Sony obviously laughed at them and shut the door and walked away. But, but
1: they were also going to split the financing for those movies fifty-fifty. Well, well, weren't they?
0: No. So that wasn't the original report. Okay. So the the secondary report after that. Was that Disney put on the table a thirty percent co-financing deal, which is what you're talking about? Okay. So not only would Disney get thirty percent of the profits from it, right. but they would also be on the hook for uh, distribution and produ- production right. to a thirty percent of thirty percent of the movie. Whereas right. right now it's a Sony production. You know, there's a reason why we the reason why they don't talk about uh, Spider-Man releases at uh, Comic-Con during the Marvel panel and stuff yeah, like that yeah. because that's a Sony thing to do right Sony is fully responsible for marketing advertising distribution production etc cetera, etc cetera. Marvel is only there in a creative capacity so um, and and right now I think they're getting like something like five percent like a five percent kickback on the on the total uh, box office right so um,
1: Disney is making Disney Marvel is making five percent right on All of the Spider-Man movies. Right.
0: But the flip side of that is that Marvel, Disney, still owns the merchandising rights. Right. Full stop.
1: So all of the figures, all of the toys, all of the t-shirts. All
0: of the, yeah, everything that you can think of, whether it's from everything down from a, you know, a Happy Meal tie-in at McDonald's to, you know uh marvel legends figures put out by mm-hmm. hasbro or what have you all they the collectibles and stuff yeah like they they own all that so they're getting yeah. all the revenue from Plus that. the comic books and all of that too. comic books uh the dvd releases sure. and all that kind of stuff uh well actually no, i should take that back i think no DVDs i think those are still probably still, probably to, still sony because they're still doing the distribution yeah on i that. yeah i misspoke there probably still sony
1: it's 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 cloudy this is something that's never been done before, yeah it's it's a know.
0: it's a very cloudy thing and then you know, and as, as as time went on here, there were more and more reports from various people, various insiders about what's going on. Um, and I'm going to read one of these things here because one of the first things that happened was that uh, it became clear that Disney wasn't going to say anything.
1: Right. They didn't make any announcements. Yeah, they
0: weren't going to say anything uh, officially. But uh, but a Sony spokesperson went on the record to say a couple things. Mm-hmm. And they were trying to very clearly spin this in their favor right. to say, oh well, it's it's on Disney. So I'm gonna read this. I'm gonna read this this quote real quick here from a from a Sony insider. He says, uh, "Much of today's news about Spider-Man has mischaracterized recent discussions about Kevin Feige's involvement in the franchise." A Sony spokesman told uh, the Hollywood Reporter, uh, "We are disappointed, but respect Disney's decision not to have him continue as a lead producer of our next live-action Spider-Man film." Uh, they went on to say. Um, they, so Sony also came out and said, you know, it, it was due to Feige's uh, increased workload on all the Disney Plus shows and all this kind of stuff. Uh, well, why he wasn't going to be working on these things. Um, and unbeknownst to me, I had no idea about this, but he apparently had a hand in producing Venom. He had a hand in producing Feige others. did? Yeah. He had a hand in producing uh, Into the Spider-Verse. He had a hand in producing other Spider-Man films that were not Marvel Disney films what? back in the day. Now. It may have only been like a consultant sort of thing. Sure, he—I don't know that he was necessarily there on set all the time they or anything him like up that. And we're
1: like, hey, Kevin, what do you think of this? And yeah, he's like, cool. And kind they put of his name on, yeah. The credits so
0: he's had, he's had, he's had a hand in a lot of things. Uh, so the Sony guy goes on to say, we hope this might change in the future, but understand that many new responsibilities that Disney has given him, including all their newly added Marvel properties, do not allow time for him to work on ip they do not own and by they he mean they means disney
1: has sony not been paying attention for the last 10 years like how many properties do they think that kevin feige is working on that like he he's been working on all these properties this entire time yeah There's, it's not a question of how much time he has nope. like maybe he wants to take a break i don't know it hasn't said anything about it yet really but i feel like that's a cop-out
0: oh it's a total cop-out yeah it's absolutely a cop-out it's it's a it's a move to try to swing public opinion in their favor, you know, as much as they possibly can. And you know, it didn't work. <laughs> obviously. Um but it but it was kind of the first thing, you know, as as the days kind of went by and this thing was starting to leak out, um it, it was the first thing that kind of made me think that they're just negotiating in public. Yeah. Um, it's a well-worn tactic now. Oh, sure. To, you know, hey, we're going to... tweet about it. Yeah, let's get some news out. Let's let's have see some a, leaks happen, see how people react to it. something you're
1: not taking into account here, and that's what the fans are going to have to say about yeah. this. Yeah, if totally. if that was Sony's plan, then that totally backfired because the fans, all the fans see here is that, hey, we've been enjoying really good Spider-Man movies for the last, like, four or five years, and um, now you guys are screwing it up. Mm-hmm. Like, now you're saying we can't do that anymore because you can't play nice and that to me as a fan as a as a big spider-man fan that really makes me mad because it comes right down to the it, it's not even about the character anymore no it's just about the money and, yep it's and a, just about production companies
0: yep it's want. it's sony it's sony feeling themselves off the back of what i'll be honest a total fluke in venom yeah um i think if they put out venom 2 well now they might put out venom 2 with tom holland in it but if they put out venom 2 without Spider-Man in it, I guarantee it wouldn't have, it won't gross as nearly as much as it, as the first one did. Now there, there's, there are a lot of things. There are a lot of sort of underlying things here, um, that go as far back to those, uh, email leaks from Sony years ago where, you know, Amy Pascal and others were just, you know, engaging in total buffoonery as far as the creative was concerned mm. Te- just terrible idea after terrible idea, you know, um, just people just talking out of their ass to be honest on these emails and people stuff like who that.
1: People probably shouldn't be in charge of those yeah. franchises. Yep.
0: Yep. Now, you know, what I will say in Sony's defense. And and I don't, you know, cuz I don't want to I don't want this to seem like Disney is at no fault here. Right. Um, if I'm Sony and I look at Disney swallowing up everything they look at, the last thing I want to do is hand over my one and only profitable IP, mm-hmm. because let's be clear, Sony has nothing but Spider-Man and Spider-Verse right now. They've yep. got nothing. Yeah. So if I'm Sony, I certainly am not going to just take take the deal mm-hmm. from Marvel because you know uh, the fans demand it. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure that I hold out and and Tom Rothman at, at Sony has done this. I'm going to make sure I hold out for the best f- deal possible for me financially. Right.
1: Trying to make a business decision about
0: it. Yep. You have to you have to be able to make a, desi- a business decision about it. And I get it. I really do get it from Sony's point of view. What I don't get is this notion that they are cl- this delusion of grandeur that they're clearly under here, that they can possibly make anything even approaching the kind of Spider-Man movie that... M- Marvel Disney has been making for the last couple of years.
1: Well, yeah, I think they're just riding that high from Spider Verse, yep. which again it's was great. It's an fantastic. amazing fantastic, but, but it's, largely because of the creative people behind yep, it. It's Lord not Miller, Sony yep. as a company.
0: Yep, and I heard somebody the other day. Somebody the other day say, "Well, this is great for Sony's got Lord Miller. They're doing a Spider." No. Lord and Miller's deal is a television deal only. Yep. It has nothing to do with the movie. So, right. so those guys, as great as they are mm-hmm. and as cool as the Spider-Man stuff that they're going to make probably will be, they've got a, they've got a big uh, production deal with, I, I want to say universal. They've got another big movie production deal. So not, so Sony would have to like buy them out of their huge deal to come do movies for them. Mm. Um, so it, it's not something that's going to happen here. It, it
1: I think one of the quickest memes or jokes to hit the internet was why doesn't Disney just buy them? <laughs> like, you know, like I feel like, uh, as a, as a, um, Oh, you know, that's like a, a quick, quick response or as a, um, uh, uh, Without really thinking about it. And yeah. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> I mean, like, I just, I want this, I want my good feelings back. I need the instant gratification of having Spider-Man under the MCU more. Yeah. And so, if Disney buys Sony, then so be it.
0: Yeah. The very first thing I said, the very first thing I said on Twitter, as soon as the news broke, was, well, now Disney has to buy Sony, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, that like means that. That's mean that, the next move, right? Yeah. And, and I was looking at it, too, and I'm going to, f- the numbers are fudgy in my head, but. I think Disney is is worth something like two hundred and fifty eight billion or something like that. Mm. And Sony is worth something like seventy five or seventy six billion or something okay. like that. Sure. So it's a deal that it could p- possibly happen mm-hmm. just from a numbers standpoint. Yeah. But you know, I think Sony has shown that they're in this for the long haul. Mm-hmm. That they're not the kind of company who's ready to be just taken over
1: well and they just bought insomniac games they did and we'll get into that like, a little bit later yeah doubling down on spider-man right now
0: they absolutely like i said it's the only thing they have that's profitable i mean that's in the, it in the movies and
1: kind of in game franchise i guess even like i mean P- ps5 is coming out at some point
0: yeah from a from a from a hardware standpoint yeah you know from a goods and from a good standpoint Merch. yeah they're still they, they still thrive they make, televisions, they make. You know, they make a lot of tech. And so they make money off of that kind of stuff. But what, as far as, you know, IP is concerned, Mm -hmm. as far as creative IP is concerned, it's the only thing they've got. Yep. It's all they have. So um, I understand the anger towards Sony. I do think, depending on who you believe, the level of hardball that Disney is trying to play on this, you have the right to be kind of upset with Disney as well. Um, I think, I think Disney. I think Disney could take the hit. It's not even taking a hit. That's probably the wrong way of putting it. If well, the Disney, original,
1: the original uh, pitch from Sony was just to continue the contract as is. Yeah,
0: yep. And and part of me thinks, well, why do, why can't Disney just do that? Right. And revisit this in five years. Yeah. You know, come back to the table and say. At least after look, phase four. Yeah. And well, you know, come back to the table and say, look, we made you another. Two and a half, three billion dollars, you know, right. at the box office. Yep. You know, what do we have to prove in order to, you know, sweeten the pot just a little bit for us? Yeah. You well. know?
1: but then that also brings up. I mean, that's kind of also arguing the point that they're they know that Spider-Man's not going anywhere. He's never gone anywhere. No. You know, like the merchandising and success of Spider-Man as as a character has never been a problem. Nope. Um, it's just the quality of the shows and films that mm-hmm. have been put out. Yeah, um, I mean it's Marvel's Batman respect to that character
0: yeah it's Marvel's Batman yeah you know and absolutely. it's the same and the same thing has happened now in different circumstances because obviously Warner Brothers has own Batman full stop the whole way right so you know the ebb and flow in terms of quality when it comes to Batman has been more of a creative decision kind of a thing mm-hmm. um, but it was pretty clear I think it's pretty clear from a creative standpoint that if left alone Marvel Studios was not going to mess up anything they were going to do with Spider-Man.
1: No, they were, yeah, I mean, they're kicking so much ass.
0: So, so beyond the business side of this, because like I said, there's a lot to unpack and there are a lot of things that we don't really know. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of, um, talk in the industry. There's a lot of stuff out there, but how much of it is true is sort of up to you to decide. Um, but as far as let's, let's talk a little bit about Tom Holland. So, um, class act all the way, Good guy, all, all the way. And, um, you know, it was reported that he had an option. So he had he had played out his standard Marvel contract in terms of what he was obligated to do. And he had an option to return for another movie or two. So he had two
1: Spider-Man movies and... Three, Three appearances. appearances. He had five
0: total. He had five total yeah. appearances. Um with the option for two others. And the option was his. It was like a player option in baseball or something like that where okay. in a contract where they come to you and say, Hey, do you want to keep doing this? And they Yes, I do. You sign on the dotted line, get more money, play the part again. And <clears throat> when I heard it was uh up to Tom Holland to make the decision, my first thought was obviously, well, he shouldn't do it. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, he, he should he should stand firm with you know kevin feige and the Re- and marvel disney you know who have been you know who have made him the the star that he is and given him the the uh, creative side of things in order to make the most out of this character but you know i'd step back from that in a sec from a second i said you know no you know this is the kind of thing where He's on the record as saying it was his dream to play this character. You know, he's he wants to play this character until he's not allowed to play this character anymore. So he came out at D23. He was actually on stage at D23. If you've seen the clip, it's floating around. It's super awkward because he was on stage uh, promoting another Disney movie. It's like an animated movie that he's in with uh, Chris Pratt.
1: And, oh yeah,
0: and others. So he's on stage and the crowd is just. Ch- Spider-Man they're like they're yelling at him and they're not paying any attention to what anybody's saying about this movie no they couldn't give two flying F's about what's happening about this movie and I kind of felt bad for the director who's up there the other actors and stuff like that
1: I have to expect it but also like for that to happen all at the same time it's pretty unfair it
0: is pretty unfair Um, so he left the stage and he said you know it's been a crazy week but I love you 3000 and and afterwards he did some interviews where he expressed that you know, while it's a sad thing, while it's not the, you know, the the best, or not the decision he would have hoped to have had happen, he's going to continue to play the character. And mm-hmm. he's enthusiastic about it. And he thinks they're going to make great movies. And yada, he's saying all the right things. If you're Sony, he's saying yeah. all the right things. Yeah. So, so I don't know. I'm not sure how I feel about it.
1: Well, and the, the jury's still not completely out, right? Like, there's still potential for change to happen. Right, like things could could swing one way or another. That's a good caveat. There's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of time for things to ch- to change. But yeah. I think that it's interesting the the position that both of those companies have been put in. You know, over this one powerhouse creative property, right? Um, you know, we haven't seen this happen with with other characters before. Not really, because none of them have been as big as Spider Man. Right, um, but. Yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be interesting to see where it goes, how it pans out. Um, it you know, <laughs> like when we were texting and I had my my first delusion, like you know, glimmer of hope or whatever, and I almost broke down because I was just like, oh, it's all gonna be okay, <laughs> everything's gonna be wonderful. Yeah, it's there's still the chance that things could be okay. Yeah, you know, I we're mean, gonna work out the way that they're gonna work out, and if anything, we can take it from like Tom Holland's perspective and say we've gotten quite some good. We've gotten some really good Spider-Man. over the last. Yeah, four years or whatever. Um, And those, you know, they can't take that away from us. But the the reality is that we just want more. We always want more. And, uh, you know, when there's kind of potential for really big things to happen with that character. And, you know, then they're kind of just shuffled away because of, you know, logistics. Yeah. It's it's just disappointing.
0: It is disappointing. And your point is a good one. You know, as quickly as this thing seemed to have fallen apart, um, I think. You know, it could very, it could just as quickly come back into focus and they could very, very easily come to the table and say, okay, look, no one's happy with either. Cause it let's, this is a total lose lose for both of these companies. Oh yeah, definitely. Sony may make money on Spider-Man stuff and that's all well and good, yep. but they have now engendered so much distrust and um, just hate from the fan community oh, yeah. that, I mean, I was thinking about this on the way over. I'm not so sure that I would go see a, another sony producer movie. There's Spider-Man already fans
1: movie. calling for boycotts and petitions and stuff out there of Sony yeah. movies. Yeah.
0: I, I just don't know that I'd go see another Sony Spider-Man movie. I definitely wouldn't. I, would, I didn't
1: I, even go see the last Sony Spider-Man movie. Yeah, neither did I. Because it was garbage. Yeah.
0: I I would see another Into the Spider-Verse animated thing. Yeah, totally. But I, I, I don't know that I'd go see another. Even if it starred Tom Holland, I don't know that I'd go see it. Right. Um, and speaking of... Uh, uh, people who are involved in these things. So the director John Watts, mm-hmm. uh, he also had a sort of similar deal uh, in that it was up to him whether or not he wanted to come back and do any more of these things.
1: John Watts is the director of both Spider-Man: Homecoming oh. and Far From yeah, Home. Yeah,
0: Homecoming and Far From Home. Um,
1: are they going to fit home into all? I mean, they can't. I guess they, they can't. Did, they,
0: <laughs> We're going to get into that in just a second, but sort of, sort of like Sony, that in just a second. <laughs> Sony,
1: Sony's Spider-Man movie, the first one they do, is, Spider-Man comes home, and oh. everyone's like. Nope,
0: definitely boycotting Christ. this movie. <laughs> <sighs> um, so uh, the tune from John Watts' camp is a little bit different than the Tom Holland camp. Uh, he has the option. He has the option to come back or not. And uh, word on the street is that he's definitely leaning towards not coming back. Um, he's already being pitched uh, other movies by other studios. Mm-hmm. So people are after him. Yeah. You know, he's a, he's a director in demand. Um, and I just think, you know, in the industry... There's a there's a lot of negative feelings towards Sony, and I don't mean that from a fan standpoint. I mean that from like actors, people uh, in the people industry, in the industry, especially following the yeah, following that email leak several years back. Yeah. you know all, where they I think they badmouthed Angelina Jolie and they did all sorts of stuff. Well, even you know
1: even if you look if you look at like the original Spider-Man movies or even the Amazing Spider-Man with mm-hmm. uh, Andrew Garfield, like, That's right. There's tons of backlash and like not good things being said yeah. about the production teams. Yeah, it's one of the
0: unsung things about the whole Marvel-Disney thing is is the the level of sort of familial trust that they've built Yeah, among the actors and the directors and the producers. And it all feels like, you know, maybe they're BSing us, but it doesn't seem like they are. When
1: you have that many people, when you look at the entire cast of Endgame, and how they were all really happy to be there, yeah. and enjoying it. Yeah, that's not a fluke. Not a fluke. Like you can pay people money, sure, and they're all actors, so they're all being paid very well, and some better than others. Maybe some of them can act, uh, you know, uh, you know, and, and uh, maybe all of that is just a facade. But I feel like when you have that many people who are all just seem genuinely happy to be on set then it's hard to believe that there's something bad going on yep. or that there's, you know, no good or you know that we're trying to be swindled in some way whereas there's all this press that is like clearly damning Sony from start to finish on a lot of these projects and it's just like who
0: are who are we supposed to lean on yeah all right so let's let's talk very quickly here a little bit about how let's just assume that it's dead there there's no there's they no kill going,
1: it and Spider Man is no longer in the MCU. Yeah, there's no
0: going back here. There, we're not gonna get Spider Man in any M- MCU movies anymore. How do you think they're gonna be able to pull this off creatively? I don't see how they make this work.
1: So the first the first movie in phase four is Black Widow, right? Correct. And th- and that's gonna be like a prequel to Endgame, and then yeah. there's also going to be um what comes after that?
0: Oh boy. Uh, Falcon 2? and Winter oh, Soldier. Yeah. I think so. Get
1: the sh- the shows. That's right. They got the shows that are gonna come out too. Yep. So theoretically, they could have just like Black Witch rewrite everything, or Bla- uh, uh, Scarlet Witch. You know, rewrite the whole thing and you know phase them out, or you know, it could have been one of the timeline scenarios where you know End Game in End Game they screwed it up and somehow you know.
0: Well, th- so that's the thing. It so the happened. the big problem here, right, is that in the Marvel movies. They can't mention him. I don't know. If they. I wonder if they could say Peter. I wonder if they could oh, say sure. the name Peter, but not call him Spider Man. Yeah. Just to reference him. Right. But so they can't really talk about Spider Man, and in the Spider Man movies from Sony, they can't reference any of the characters, storylines, plot points, anything that happened in the MCU movies. They can't nope. even bring it up. Nope. Because it's against. It'll be. It'll be breach of contract. So. Right. I don't don't understand. Short of dropping... Short of having the first scene in that next Spider-Man movie be Tom Holland dropping through a multiverse tunnel or something where he just lands in Venomverse, (laughs) you know, in San Francisco... You know, with no connection, with no connection to with Tom Hardy. yeah. And what happens with okay? So the what Tom's. happens with what happens with uh, Marissa Tomei and Aunt May and and Happy Hogan? Their relationship is just toast.
1: Well, yeah, John Favreau probably won't show up. No, and I would assume that Marissa Tomei also has like the option of being. in Yeah, and I don't not know what their contract it. status is, and I mean, or their whole rest of the cast. If, I don't know if what... Sony actually went with that route and tried to actually just squeeze Tom Holland in wherever they could. It would be. The weirdest, like, everyone's going to be watching for that. Like, how are they going to try and pull this off? And I don't think that there's a good way for them no, to do it. No, there
0: really is not.
1: Like, unless, like, short of them going with Disney and doing the MCU stuff, I don't think there's a good option for
0: them. Yeah. I mean, I, I will be. <sighs>
1: Even if they did yeah. that, if they showed up, he showed up as an animated character and uh, the voice, you know, voiced by Tom Holland in the Spider Verse movies, okay. which would be like, sure, whatever. Sure. I, I wouldn't make me happy. No, I, it's not satisfying enough. No, like the the reason that we were thrilled to have Tom Holland is because he's Spider Man, mm-hmm. and because he was in the MCU movies, it made it more Spider Man. Yeah,
0: yeah. I don't know. It, uh, I really, I really have no idea how they even begin to pull that off. Because, like you say, everyone who's everyone is going to be sitting around looking for that. Just waiting to see, you know, like, oh, brother, here we go. go. You know, how are we going to shoehorn him into this thing and pretend like none of the other things ever happened?
1: I just I don't see a good way for them to do it. Or, you know, there may be some tasteful writing that is done, but Mm -hmm. at the same time, it's still going to make me feel incomplete. Yeah. You know, like it's it's still not going to be as good as I know it could have been.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't see it. I mean, they're honestly they're almost better off just recasting it. And just starting over again.
1: If that's the route they're going
0: to go, you know, um, yeah. but I don't know, but, if, I, I don't know but, if I'd watch it. <laughs> but clear, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't watch it. But clearly, really clearly, what's time. clearly what Sony thinks is that hey, we can put just like, kind of just what you just said, we can put Tom Holland in anything, anywhere yep. in a Spider-Man suit, and it's going to make a bunch of money. That might be mostly true, mm-hmm. but after a while, people are going to go. Actually, this is kind of garbage. Because, look, it happened with, I think, well, I don't even think. Everybody likes the first two Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies. Sure. They're good movies. Third one, trash. Yeah. Why was it trash? Because Sony insisted on putting Venom in that movie when nobody uh, uh, involved in the creative process, directors or whoever, wanted Venom in that movie. But they insisted on it. They shoehorned him in that movie. and it, It broke the movie. Generally speaking. Okay. I think a lot of people really like the amazing Spider-Man, the, the first one with Andrew Garfield. Yeah, it was it, different. Given, you know, whatever your thoughts might be about how Andrew Garfield played the character. and Emma Stone and, was great. Emma Stone and, was great. Yeah. I like Dennis Leary in that movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was really, really good. Yeah. Um, I like the lizard storyline. Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of interesting. Not, not, wasn't necessarily on board with the idea of, of uh, Peter's parents as spies. Yeah, but, that was different. But, but whatever. There I understand there can be creative license and you sure. can try you can try different things and I had no problem with that. But they went to make that second one and they just tanked the thing again. Mm-hmm. You know. So it's like, you know, it's the whole fake it till you make it kind of thing. I mean, you can kind of get away with it for a while, but we're not stupid. Like fans are not stupid. Right. Uh, and you can only get so far on the name Spider-Man. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. it will only carry you so far, yeah. I mean, they're making this. You know, they're they're making that Morbius movie with Jared Leto. That's still happening. Oh it, no, it's like almost done in production. <laughs> like it's a, uh, it's it's yeah, coming I mean, out.
1: New Mutants was done in production too, and who knows if well, we'll ever actually see that. Well, we'll
0: get to that later. We're yeah, we're not gonna see that movie. Just great
1: examples, I think. It's, it's just such a shit show. Like, it's I a shit show. I can't help but feel like, like I can't help but take it personally. I think in some ways because. I'm like, who are you making these movies for? Like, are you making them for yourselves? Yeah, is that what they're doing? Sony is, I guess, but that that sucks. Like, I'm not. I mean, I, if anything, you should be creating for yourself at all the time. But but at the same time, it's
0: <sighs> it's a hard thing. It's a hard thing to sort of get around because on the one hand, it's a business. Yep. And it it is incumbent upon them to make money for their business. Yep. I get it. I really truly get it. But we live in a we live in an age where one company has realized that the the trick to all this in terms of a long lasting money making venture, you know, in the superhero comic book movie realm is not to not to pander to fans, but to to basically give the fans what they want.
1: Well and in, and enlist the the help of fans in creating those movies in the first place, yep. right? Like, yep. I mean, there's a lot of things that can be said about Kevin Feige mm-hmm. in in the whole Marvel's MCU process, but ultimately, like, he is a fan. Yes. Like, he's a really big fan of the Marvel properties and all of those characters. And so his track record is being really good on top of all of that is just something that adds to his credibility. hmm and when he's when he's the man who's like basically brought us all the i mean there's obviously a lot of different people involved sure there actors, are tons directors yeah casting directors yeah you, know, directors yeah, you but name he's it he's been at the center pretty much of every single one of these movies or at least the greater mcu mm-hmm. and when he's the one when he's the one who's like I, i'm not cool with this you kind of have to go with him on it because it's just like what 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 reason do you have to mistrust him at this point?
0: Well, look at the only one he wasn't involved in—the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> it's the worst one there is, and it's not particularly close. No. So. It's not close at all. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean. Check our episode ranking. Yeah, up yeah. Go episodes. back. Yeah, go back. Movies. Exactly. Yeah. So, anyways, I, I, there's. We could sit here and talk about this all night. We'll have um, another
1: episode um, in two weeks about how they fix it all. They and fix it. They're going to get back. Comes to, back to the yeah. MCU and how happy we are about it. I but, sure hope so. I sure way. hope
0: so. My, all of my fingers and toes are crossed. Yeah. Um, hoping that, you know, I mean, I wake up one day and Twitter just goes, right. oh my God. I still kind
1: of hope, half expect that news to pop up yeah. on my notifications, but it's, you yeah, know, it's too early to tell. We'll see what happens. We'll see
0: what happens. So, um, all right. So we're gonna move on now to the poll list, and um, I thought, aside from that very awkward Tom Holland er, um, uh, appearance at D twenty three, I thought Marvel did <laughs> I, Marvel did something really special at D twenty three in that they stared down the barrel of fan um, outrage. And gave over the Spider-Man, over the Spider-Man thing yes. because you had to, they had to have known. Yeah. They had to have known that the people in the audiences for those, for that conference mm-hmm. were going to be revved up Yeah, over the Spider-Man stuff. They right. had to know that. Yep. And so I'm sure that obviously they had all this stuff planned ahead of time. But the fact that they just stared that down and came out and just gave us the business <laughs> is pretty incredible to me. So. What we're going to do here is we're going to first talk about uh, the Marvel stuff from D23. We'll get into the Star Wars stuff from D23 after this. But straight off the top, they came out and announced three more Disney Plus television shows for inclusion in phase four. So uh, meaning we should be getting these shows in by 2020 at the very – or by 2021 at the very latest. So first, Ms. Marvel. Yes. Kamala Khan. Hell yeah. Something we've been talking about. So for excited! A long time Just on this show.
1: Excited! I'm so thrilled.
0: I cannot wait. Um, she very easily slips into that Peter Parker role. Oh yeah. As a kid, sort of out of her element mm-hmm. with powers that she doesn't understand mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff. And she gets and, them through an accident. Yeah. And she
1: has like other heroes that she looks up to. Yep. like Captain Marvel. Yes. Oh man, so Yeah.
0: Great. So there. So I should say also that they didn't announce any sort of casting. Right. Along with these. Just the titles. So just the far. titles and just the fact that these things are in production. That right. we're gonna They're going to make them. They're saying they are happening. Yep. So the second one. Oh, and I should also mention that all three of these shows, they they made sure to to, to point out that these characters were not going to be confined to their shows, mm-hmm. that they will appear in movies. They will be cool. part of the cinematic universe, just as everything else on Disney right. Plus is, is slated to be. Awesome. So the second one. She-Hulk. Yes. How many times have we talked about She-Hulk on this show? Do you every think every time? I, I, I feel like I feel like it's at least half a dozen times we've talked about She-Hulk on this show. Look back through all twenty-two episodes. And
1: see how many times <laughs> we bring up She-Hulk? And
0: this is a this is an interesting point, given what we just talked about with Sony and Marvel. Mm. Clearly, Disney was able to make a deal with Universal to get She-Hulk. Just as they did with Mark Ruffalo or with uh, with Universal to get the Hulk. Yeah. Now, they can't do solo Hulk movies. Right. Which means a, a similar arrangement is probably in place here, which means you probably can't get a solo She-Hulk film. Right. But clearly they work something out where they can get a solo She-Hulk television show. That's
1: enough for me. That's more than Honestly, enough for me. Honestly, amazing. Yeah.
0: Amazing. Amazing. Um, I can't tell you how much I want uh, – Jennifer Walters a She-Hulk, as She-Hulk all the time. Yeah, just lawyering she's it just up. Green, just lawyering she's it just up. Always green. Being a superstar. Yep, like just being awesome. Yep, I can't wait for that.
1: She, she's a really, really compelling character, and I think in this kind of move towards like empowering women and superhero women roles um, and leads in in shows and and movies, like she's a great character for that like she just she owns every single scene that she's in whether it's her comic or it's the avengers or you she's know very closely Defenders, tied to the like fantastic
0: that. four really very close she's been a member of the fantastic four i did not know that yeah totally she's one of the she's one of the core characters who when there is a vacancy in the fantastic four yeah. she gets drafted in huh yeah, I did not know that. Yep, she's very closely tied to the Fantastic Four. So
1: that'd be another cool like oh my gosh. introduction of the the first family, right? Yeah,
0: be amazing. It'd Be amazing. And then last on this list, but clearly not least, is something that everybody who knows anything about Marvel Comics has been talking about for ages, especially since the the Netflix shows have been on the Daredevil and Luke yeah. Cage and all that kind of stuff. Yep, Moon Knight. Moon Knight. So. Um, Mark Spector, Mark Spector, among other uh, uh, personalities. Yeah, I can't remember the names of the other personalities.
1: is that right? Yeah, there's like...
0: a there's a lot of mental health things happening in Moon Knight. Um, it's it's kind of a it's it's a little bit of a cross between uh, what you got out of Legion. Yeah, and Batman. Okay. It's kind of, it kind of skirts that line to a certain extent. So he's where a
1: you, vigilante type character. Yeah.
0: So you get this character. So he's got three very separate uh, personas. He's got uh, Mark Spector, who is, um, a, he's an actor and he's, uh, he's a playboy and a you know kind of an industrialist, very much a Bruce Wayne type okay. character. He's also got, and I'm, I'm, I don't know the names of them, so I won't say them, but. Um, he's got another character who's kind of like a, a gumshoe detective. He's just like an old school, like down and dirty, like p- police detective cool. kind of guy. Okay. Um. And then, oh, what's the other one? Shoot. Uh, uh-oh. I lost the I lost my train of thought. Okay. I, I
1: literally, I've never read <clears throat> any of Moon Knight stuff. I mean, okay. I've, I've read comics where he makes appearances or like some of the Marvel Knight series where he's in them. Um. And does like team up stuff, but I've never read like a single uh, Moon Knight title. Um, but he's he seems like a really interesting character, um, especially that yeah, has like kind of similarities to Batman. But then yeah, the mental health aspect of where he's got these multiple personalities and he's a vigilante. It um, sounds like he could be very unpredictable as far as like very from much. a writing standpoint goes.
0: Yeah, very um, much. Um, and so it's it's um it's the kind of character that we I know a lot of people really um, thought would translate super super well to the Netflix universe mm-hmm. where it's very gritty yeah very hardcore rated R right. you know very bloody and stuff like that um, but it's clearly they're gonna do this PG13 because mm-hmm. they've done everything. You know, for Disney is going to be PG thirteen, um, and, and I find it. Is it going to be on
1: Hulu or Disney? No, Plus? Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Okay. Disney Plus. Gotcha.
0: So I find it really interesting that now we have uh, Moon Knight mm-hmm. and Blade. That's right. Yeah. Both be both being produced as PG thirteen properties. Hmm. Both uh, characters most well known in the comic books for being brutal you know, bloody, right, you know, very graphic. These
1: are like punisher level characters. Yes.
0: Very much so. Very much so. So it it begs the question, are these two characters really a proof of concept for Deadpool Mm. as a PG thirteen situation in the MCU? Yeah. I would say yes. I think it's very clearly their move to say, look, look, we can do these hardcore characters. And PG thirteen, and you will like them. Really push it, and you won't. To the limit, yeah, you won't miss the fact that there's not a big blood splatter, and there's not cursing. You know, every other sentence, and you know, there's no gra- no graphic sex. You know, um, I know I'd I, still miss it. I'm sure. I'm sure I would too.
1: Personally, I would still miss that, especially since we've already had it. You know, like giving giving us that feel of the first two Deadpool movies being. Hard R, and pretty much everything you could want out of a Deadpool movie being in there, it would be hard for me to like go to a censored version of that, you know. And and maybe you're right with these characters like new shows um, being presented that way. It could it could change the tide. It could maybe maybe they can push the limits to a place that no one else has done before. I don't know, but. Uh, there is that part of me that would feel kind of, um, yeah, like 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 kind of uh, like we're, like all the content or not all the content is being included or that it's being left out or that they're not really working as hard on it as possible, <laughs> you know, or or I guess I should say they're not um, they're not working to appease the fans in that regard. And I think that's the thing that I don't know. It's it's hard. You have to kind of go back and forth. You look at things like logan and you look at deadpool and kind of like how they've connected to the other like x-men series um but how they're still kind of their own thing like they're not they're they're connected in certain ways but they're very much individual films right right, right. and so when you look at things that are going to be tied into the mcu having things like that make i, I it just feels like it's going to make it a little bit more difficult i feel like we're going to we're we're going to end up with more situations like the Netflix movies or the, you know, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. type stories where it's like, OK, they're kind of roughly connected, but I don't really see them as part of the same story hmm. because it just it's a different feel.
0: I I get the sense that that's not going to happen. And I, I, we're going to talk about something a little bit later as far as Marvel television is concerned, um, because it, cause it, it's important to know.
1: It's not going to be called MTV, is it?
0: Oh, <laughs> I want my MTV um video. <laughs> um it, it's important to note that Marvel Studios which does the movies and now the Disney Plus shows mm. is a very separate entity from right. Marvel Television run by Jeff Loeb um and so we're gonna get in a little bit of that here in a, in a little bit um but I don't know I think um I, I, I definitely get where you're coming from on that and I think you're not you're not wrong to worry about that, but I also think that the the it, it's clear from the announcement that the announcements that they made both at Comic Con and now at D twenty three that the big move coming out of Phase three was to um, was to really connect more things was to be have things be more and more connected at a level where you're you got characters who are going from television to te- to, to movies back to television mm-hmm. you know and and jumping back and forth and having a hand in all these things yeah so you really get you really get the feel of of an actual comic book universe right where you've got yeah sure you've got your main titles and the ones that sell the most but you've also got you know spin-off titles and things like that where these characters can have some room to breathe and get fleshed out and then be brought back into the major fold again and then leave just as quickly to go do their own thing and then come back in whenever they're needed for a thing.
1: Yeah. Or be referenced at any given time. Things like that. Yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. And not in a, not in an agents of shield kind of way right? where it's like a, a framed newspaper hanging in the background or a television playing a news report that just gets panned by the camera. Right. Easter eggs are different. Yeah. Totally different situations. So, um, I don't know. I think, um, I think we're in a place now where if Marvel studios makes it, you can sort of rest assured that it's highly connected to everything else. Yeah. That or that
1: at least that it's going to be, um, you know, given the care and attention that it deserves. Yes. Oh,
0: definitely. Most definitely. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I definitely have faith in their ability to make good content. So I am looking forward to seeing more about all three of these shows. Which one are you most excited about? Miss Marvel. Okay. Hands down. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause mostly, I mean, I'm a, I've been reading Miss Marvel for the last like three, three years i guess i've been mean, collecting the the trades and so that's one of the reasons why it's like for me personally i'm just way more interested in her character i think it's a you know great representation uh, muslim americans immigrant family yes. uh, plus there's that peter parker element of it where it's like this kid you know who has no idea what she's you know in for basically or what she's doing yeah. in the first place so there's a coming of age element of it that i really like too um, but then it's also very grounded in it, that kind of representation aspect too. So that's what makes it very exciting for me.
0: Cool. I think I'm most excited for She-Hulk on this one. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's a character that's just like you you said it perfectly. Um, sh- she's just sort of been, she's been such a badass for so long yeah. and she's been <laughs> a part of so many things Yeah. in the comic books, you know, from A-Force to, I mean, all that stuff. I
1: think we're getting an A-Force like,
0: I think that I, I could see like a phase or, like event or something. Yeah. Like a phase five or a phase six, a forcing where That'd it's cool. just female Avengers would be really, really cool. Uh, especially, especially if they lean into a secret war situation, yeah. which is what that spun out of. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that I think really cool. it's, a, it's a definite possibility. So uh, moving on for, uh, to go over some of the other things that, that happened around Marvel at D23. Um, there were other things that happened. There were other things that happened. What? I know. I thought cra- that was it. Crazy, right? They
1: just announced these three, and they were like, okay, bye. <laughs>
0: See you later. You've had enough. Thanks for coming. You're welcome. We're out of here. Um, no, so uh, they brought out they brought out Ryan Coogler, yes. uh, director of Black Panther. That's And right. they announced that Black Panther 2 will be out May 6, 2022. oh yeah. Yep. Uh Super excited. I mean, there's no other way to put it. Super excited. One of the best movies that Marvel has put out ever. Absolutely. Um,
1: One of the best movies in the last uh, five years. Yeah, I'd say. Ten years. I'd say. Certainly. It's it's so good.
0: Yeah, certainly from an action-adventure sort of point of view. The the writing is fantastic.
1: Hoogler's a phenomenal director. Like, his attention to detail on stuff is just wow. He's great. If you haven't watched Black Panther with the commentary... Go do it. Definitely, he, he is incredible. Just like listening to the stories that he has, and like how much thought he put into every single thing in there, like it's fantastic. Yeah,
0: he's great. He's really, really great. He has an eye for talent. He really knows, you know, um, who to work with, and and brings out the Michael best. B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan brings <laughs> he knows out the best. Who to work with. Honestly, <laughs> there is no there is no good reason why a a on the page throwaway villain like Killmonger Mm -hmm. should be one of the three best villains in the history of the Marvel universe. Sure. But he is. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of that is down to Ryan Coogler Mm -hmm. pulling that performance out of him, you know, um, and, and, and helping to, to craft the narrative around that character. So super, super excited for that. Uh, One thing that got mentioned very sort of in passing by Kevin Feige was that there's going to be a new villain involved here. Um, obviously, Killmonger, Killmonger is gone. Ulysses so is Claw, Ulysses Claw is gone. Sadly, I really like Ulysses Claw. He was good. He's like the he was the perfect guy to just have. Like I've said this before, just to have in your back pocket. Yep. It's just a villain. To, like, oh, uh, there's a villain pulling off a heist somewhere. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's Ulysses Claw again. Oh, yeah. Wasn't he behind bars? No, oh, no. He, no. Got out he escaped. He escaped. Yep. There he is again. Um, Andy Serkis. Andy Serkis, a lot of fun. But there is major. Major speculation that the villain of the next Black Panther movie is going to be none other than everyone's favorite first mutant, Namor. The submarine. That's
1: right. Yeah, because is is the title teased? Did they tease that? No, they did not tease the title. Okay, okay. just I Black Panther sure. two. Okay, just, gotcha. Yeah, they didn't.
0: Okay. They didn't pull out a, a subtitle or anything okay. like that. Yeah.
1: Interesting. Interesting. Um, I yeah, I can't remember where I I saw something about like two kings or something like that, and it was something, uh, something related to that sure. where people were like, oh, it's definitely Namor. Um uh, but yeah, I I think that would be fantastic. Yeah,
0: and and you know, given the release date, given the 2022 release date, we will be far enough down the line where mm-hmm. I think at that point mutants yeah. will be will be a thing
1: well and that would also be a good connection for the fantastic four
0: yes it would um yes it would just watching him lust over sue <laughs> sue <laughs> that's it <laughs> Sue Storm. The whole movie. <laughs> he's just in the background
1: <laughs> t'challa shows up and is like uh
0: dude, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you're being real creepy right now dude are you gonna, are you
1: gonna fight or anything <laughs> go away, go away. Oh. this is my me time <laughs> <laughs> my me time
0: oh man oh man so anyways i think that would be amazing that'd be amazing yeah i could see that being really cool yeah and and it you know what it would it what it would introduce i think would be great so we have we've had this sort of um uh insurgency Mm. uh uh, angle with killmonger yeah you know this would be literally kingdom versus kingdom oh yeah unknown kingdoms yeah atlantis atlantis versus wakanda Mm -hmm. you know the 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 scale and the scope of that
1: it would also be they could easily fit storm in there somewhere totally um as a as another connection to x-men yeah um i could see that being very interesting um yeah i think i like the idea of t- uh, yeah like two kind of hidden kingdoms uh f- you know an all-out war yeah would be really interesting totally uh but then also like maybe how that kind of, uh, I mean, who knows how it'll actually work out, you know, but Namor always kind of been that kind of anti-hero or yeah. he's been the kind of like, well, he's kind of helping us in this situation or whatever, but ultimately like he only cares about people under the water and mm-hmm. like land dwellers. He doesn't, care about it all yeah as so, long as we leave atlantis yeah, alone as long you know,
0: as we're not messing with the wa- the oceans right. he's kind of cool with things right but as, as soon as that starts to happen yeah you know we'll
1: send a tsunami yeah, and yeah. Destroy-, <laughs> destroy things yeah so it'd be, it'd be cool to see. It'd
0: be pretty cool. Uh, so the next thing that, that they did was they kind of got into um, some of the things that have already been announced. Eternals mm-hmm. and Eternals stuff like that. Eternals and all that. So uh, right off the bat, they, they brought out the whole cast again from Eternals.
1: Yeah, they had some cool uh, concept art and stuff. Yeah, them in their, their costumes. Yeah, yeah, pretty
0: cool. Pretty cool. Um,
1: it was hard not to see them as like power rangers it kind of looked like Power Rangers. at the same rangers. time i can kind of see why they did it the way they did it yeah
0: sure and you know if you remember there was there was a lot of concept art that came out of the avengers in their pym suits yes um, and like hulk in that gray purple thing that mm-hmm. he has so yeah. there's a lot of concept art that goes around sure it oftentimes doesn't come off exactly like it right, does in the page it's so executed yeah, yeah so i'm sure it'll be cool the two biggest things that come out of this were that Kit Harrington. Yeah. Jon Snow, S- S- <laughs> S- yeah, so Snow himself. John
1: is Nithin Jen Snow. Yeah.
0: So Jon Snow himself. All uh, you G O T fans. Yeah. He is going to be in the Eternals movie and playing the Black Knight.
1: Yeah. I think our both our first initial uh, our reactions to that were like Typecast? Much. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. at the same time and I was, I was he knows how to swing to my, a sword. Yeah, no exactly. I was I was talking to my friend about it. If they play it right, they could make it different enough from his character in in game of thrones oh certainly where it's still like oh yeah like i believe him in this role but it's also different like because you you can imagine him in especially the like kind of internal eternals fashion of where they're kind of like hidden among people uh, on earth where he's just wearing like a suit and tie like he's just like a clean dressed guy but then he can like summon a sword whenever he wants to. sure yeah that kind of thing i think that would be pretty cool to watch um but then also kind of keep it like different enough where it's like he's not in armor the whole time or he's not you know referred to as the black knight the whole time you know because there's just there's so many different connections there like right off the bat you know there's like the raven or whatever that's on his chest his like you know symbol or whatever which is also like you know the crows of yeah the the, the people who, uh, the the um in game of thrones the the uh you know those i don't guys. watch game of thrones yeah, sorry <laughs> of course you know those guys uh uh the knights watch okay uh they're they're called crows you know by the, the the men of the north or whatever anyways uh there's a lot of different connections there where it would just kind of be like huh he's like still playing Jon snow but not <laughs> Jon snow and it's like marvel now right but if they do it right I could see them making that very, very cool to watch. Yeah,
0: definitely. You know, and and the the Black Knight is a character that has been um, rumored for a really long time as somebody coming into. <laughs> so wrong. Oh yeah, boy! Didn't expect it to happen. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's all right. Um, just need more of my beer. Yeah. So the so the the Black Knight's been a character has been rumored for a long time. Uh, there were rumors that if you looked really close in the quantum realm in Ant Man, you could see the Black Knight's kingdom in there, like through a dimension hole or something. And there. so huh. he's been bantied about a lot. And I think this is a really good place to put him um, because he has, con- he has connection to a character we'll talk about in a second, but also because um, the black knight is, is, is a, is a character in Marvel comics that is, it's a legacy character. It's been passed down since the days of King Arthur, you know, there's been a black knight. Oh, like um, the mantle. Right, the the mantle has been passed down. And, and you sort of, you know, if we're going to be talking about the distant, distant past as far as the Eternals are concerned, it would be interesting to see um, in glimpses or flashbacks mm-hmm. or whatever, previous Black Knights coming in contact with Eternals mm-hmm. and having sort of an interplay there and maybe gaining the respect of Eternals Uh, or something like
1: that. There's, there's the one uh, that loses all of his limbs and then is making fun of (laughs) King Arthur the whole time. Won't let him cross that bridge. It's only a flesh one. I believe he calls him a pansy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I have no quarrel with you good tonight, but I must cross this bridge. (laughs) Then you shall die. I love that movie. It's so great. Thank you. My wife has never
0: seen it. I know. I know. Well,
1: have her watch it. You know, watch it with Grayson when he's old enough because... Yes. Yeah. Oh, he'll die laughing. <laughs> he, will, he will. Absolutely. will um,
0: It's on Amazon Prime, I found out the other. Oh, isn't it? Yeah. Nice. So anyways, um, but the other interesting thing about the Black Knight character, I won't dwell on it too long here, but the Ebony Blade. So yeah. his weapon. What's really, really intriguing about that and what sort of it brings a depth to the Black Knight character is that um, it, the... With the ebony blade, the longer you use that weapon, it will start to drive you insane. Uh-huh. So all the holders, all the carriers of the ebony sword have eventually had to give it up or lose it because they were just driven mad by its power. And so, you know, knowing that Kit Harrington is a very good actor mm-hmm. and seeing out into the future of his involvement in other movies and things like that, watching his... De- you know him watching him uh just be reduced to madness is something that i look forward to seeing to be honest. <laughs> i
1: can't wait for him to go
0: nuts i think i mean honestly it, it but it just lends itself to good storytelling oh yeah absolutely. it just lends itself to really cool things happening yeah. and all that kind of stuff well yeah. so
1: and like you said like the the kind of depth that they can get into with the history of that mm-hmm. character and then having it connect to the eternals in that way yeah that, that would be very fun to watch
0: and so his version of the black knight dane whitman mm-hmm. um has been romantically involved with cersei oh in the past okay um it, not not in a sort now, of any I mean, this
1: is not queen cersei from game of thrones this is eternal cersei correct which someone else called out at Ding. one point where i was like oh that's another game of thrones that's correct weird. but correct. at the same time yeah if they do it right and it's different enough then it shouldn't be a problem no
0: and they announced playing cersei in the Eternals, that's right. because we thought for the longest time that Angelina Jolie was going to be playing Cersei. Yeah, they're bringing back Gemma Chan. That's we right. mentioned on the last episode yeah. that they were in talks to bring Gemma Chan back. Mm-hmm. Now Gemma Chan played Minerva in the Captain she's, Marvel movie, she's like
1: the Blue Sniper. Yep,
0: yep. So she was a blue Cree. Mm-hmm. So clearly they don't think it's any. No one's going to notice. Nope, she's nope. not going to be blue in this one. He's not going to be blue. She's going to be regular skinned. Um, that's that came out wrong. <laughs> She's gonna have human tone, human skin tone. <laughs> Excuse me while I remove my foot from my oh, mouth. No, oh God! Yeah. Um, so else, well,
1: she won't be blue. That's for she sure. She will not be blue.
0: She will not be blue. There's a lot of blue characters in Marvel comics.
1: Well, you know the Kree are all pretty much all blue, right? There's a lot of blue. Lot of blue. I, lot of blue I mean, ones. Thanos
0: is technically kind of blue. Blue-ish. There's a lot of blue. A lot of blue going on. Anywho, um, so Gamora's gonna be Cersei, and I think that's a really cool choice. I like that. I like yeah. that. She's. She's a great actor. Yep. She's a good... She could do it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, They moved on to talking about the Falcon and Winter Soldier show. Yeah. Which uh, the more I hear about it, the more I think it's going to be super, super cool. Mm -hmm. Um, And what what they teased out this time is that they have cast an actor, and I don't have his name in front of me, but they've cast an actor to play a U.S. agent... Okay. who is a character from the comic books. If you're not familiar with U.S. Agent, U.S. Agent oh, is... he's that's like an actual name. Yeah, it's, he's called... It's not he, just U.S. Agent no, 1 you, or U.S. No, Agent 2? No, no. a character called U.S. Agent. So what happened was, in the comic books, the government decided to try to create their own super soldier, their own version of Captain America. Right. Um, and in doing so... The U.S. government did? The U.S. government did. Okay. They, having Captain America wasn't enough. Well, I think at the time... I think at the time it was when Captain America was in his nomad personality oh. or his, he was, he had, yeah. he had given up the mantle of right. Captain America. Okay. So I he see. wasn't
1: going to be, they were in, they were looking to replace him. They were looking to replace yeah. him. Yeah.
0: So it wasn't, it wasn't at a time where he, there was a quote unquote Captain America yeah. to be had. So the U S government decided, well, we'll just create our own. And they gave superpowers to this character. Um, and I can't remember the the guy's name, but he's, he's, unhinged yeah. to say the least okay he's overly violent like he's just he's <laughs> yeah, just he seems like someone we should get superpowers yeah to. <laughs> he's just like he's he's power hungry he's yeah. just he's a he's not a good dude
1: and it, it, i feel like that's something to be said about the track record for people who have given super soldier powers to people other than captain america before right, right. where it's like it pretty much always goes wrong it never goes well it's always bad
0: yeah it really, it really never goes well. So the, character, the character's name is John Walker. Um, and he's, he's floated in and out of the comic books a lot over the years. Okay. Um, most recently, he was in, as just as it will be in this show, when Falcon gets the mantle oh. of Captain America. And this is okay. kind of exactly what I thought would happen with hmm. this show, which is Steve Rogers, no more Captain America. He hands over the mantle to, to a black man, Sam Wilson. The US government doesn't like this idea of having a black man as as Captain America and decide, you know what? Screw that. We're going to do this on our own mm. and come up with this US agent guy. So, on top of the Baron Nemo stuff that's going to be hap- or Baron Nemo, Zemo. Baron Zemo stuff that's going to be happening um, in this show, you're going to have this other force in the US agent character trying to take the mantle of Captain America from Sam Wilson. Cool. So, it's sort of a battle on multiple fronts. Um, I, I, I knew this was going to happen. Having
1: Bucky in there will be really interesting, too. Yeah. Also being kind of a super soldier in his own. Yeah,
0: and it'll be interesting to see. I, I would imagine that it would be more like Bucky versus Zemo and Sam versus U.S. Agent sure. kind of a thing. Sure. Um. So it should be, could be really cool. They also said that uh, the Sharon Carter character is going to be back.
1: Yeah, so that caught my attention right away because I think we talked about it when we were reviewing Endgame a little bit. But she just kind of disappears. Yep. And then it's like never talked about again. Yep. And now she's coming back.
0: I thought it was really interesting that we got a Howard the Duck sighting <laughs> in the endgame battle and no Sharon Carter. Because <laughs> she seemed very capable. <laughs>
1: she should just be on his show. There you go. But uh,
0: She what, seemed like a very capable what she character. Gonna do?
1: She's not there to make out with Steve, so...
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure she'll act as... You know, what she will probably do is she'll probably be, she'll probably have knowledge because she'll be a government insider. Yep. She'll probably have knowledge of this U.S. agent thing. Okay. And she'll probably be like. So
1: she'll continue being like an informant from the CIA. A Liaison. How she was yeah. In, in uh, civil war, basically. Yep. Yeah. A okay. spy
0: undercover kind of thing. Yeah.
1: Um. I mean, she. I shouldn't say that the only thing that she did was make out with Captain. America, no, she was she did, great. She did plenty of other things in the movies. I think I always just I I felt like it was a disservice to her not including her in the rest of Steve's yeah. story in the Avengers movies. I agree. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how they kind of like write around that and how she's just going to be like, well, now he's my uncle, so <laughs> no big deal. Jesus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I didn't even think of that. I didn't even think of that. Well, and there's
1: been oh, like man. fans back. I've seen a bunch of different things online where people are like, Ah, he was her uncle the whole time. And, mm-hmm. you know, the, the husband that Peggy was talking about when she was in her interviews and stuff was really Steve the whole Creepy. time. And stuff And I'm like, that's messed up. That is messed that's up. That's weird. Yeah. Let's, that's. Why don't we just That's knock.
0: Luke Leia level. We didn't plan. Yeah. We didn't plan for this. Let's make out, kind of thing. Oh, no. Like, uh
1: It's okay. No, it's Look, not. Look, incest is fine no, now. No, it Everyone's is not. Everyone's accepting of it on GOT. Oh, Jesus.
0: <laughs>
1: We've got our own Jon Snow now, so we're just gonna oh, yeah. Move we do. In that
0: oh push. man, all universes converging. Gross. Ugh. Anyways, um, so line. that show is going to be super fun. Um, I, I'm really looking forward to that. Another show that's going to be. Crazy fun. Mostly because it has no stakes. In a show like this that has no stakes. Only
1: pork chops.
0: (laughs) (laughs) If all pork chops were perfect, we wouldn't have hot dogs. It is
1: the opposite of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. (laughs) Zero stakes involved. So, anyways.
0: (laughs) The... (laughs) This is going to be super cool, and it's the What If series, Yes. the animated series. I'm pumped for this. So, what? A couple of really awesome things happen here when they what they talked about at D23 is first of all, it's gonna be 23 episodes long. So they're gonna do that's a lot of they're gonna do a What If episode for every single movie in the MCU,
1: and that's just for like this the initial series right like right they haven't it, talked oh. about multiple seasons or anything like that oh yet. if it's good and people watch it, i'm yeah. sure they'll do yeah. more down well, that's the line. awesome that's 23 here's what could have happened yep. or here's what would happen if this was the case totally so like we talked about the first episode or like one of the first ones is going to be agent carter yes so, right? Peg, Peg, so Peggy. Car-
0: so peggy carter gets the super soldier serum yeah and she goes and they showed concept art of it cool where she is like Captain Britain. Yeah. She's got like a British right, shield. She she's got, British. Yeah. She's got a union that's Jack right. shield nice. and she's got a union Jack costume. Oh, that's gonna be awesome. oh yeah. And, and skinny Steve Rogers in a Howard Stark made Iron Man suit. Ooh. Right. I like that. Yeah. Oh, I like that.
1: That would be really cool. So cool. cool. Yeah. And, so cool. And uh, they're going to have the same like cast members voice them? Yeah.
0: I don't know. I think it's it's literally everybody but Robert Downey Jr. and Chris sure, Evans. Sure, I think sure. they'll have voice li- voice-alikes voice yeah. for those characters. That makes sense. But pretty much all the other actors. That's cool.
1: I'm excited to see that. Yeah, I very mean, much. Having 23 different stories, that'll be interesting.
0: How about this one? They also tease this one. Uh, so in the original Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Peter Quill Star-Lord is going to uh steal the power stone right That's at, the, first the scene. start of the movie yep in the what if helmet comes off it's t'challa interesting it's the black panther in space but he's star lord no he's the black panther trying to get the power stone oh yeah what if black oh. panther had the power stone
1: See that—that's oh, really interesting because I, <laughs> I thought for a while that that was the route they were going to take with Black Panther. That I did he too. He was going to have another one of the stones. I did too. But and it worked. with purple. It goes yeah, with the whole motif. Yeah, yeah. No, it would have been, <laughs> been perfect. But the um. But I also I also agree with the choice they made not to do that. Yeah. Because it would have been kind of a it would have been a disservice to I think the backstory of that character, like the 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 notion that he was like. Just given his powers from this this one stone. Oh yeah. Obviously, there's something to be said about the um, vibranium being a huge part of Wakanda. Um, but the the kind of spiritual journey that the Black Panther goes through, I think, is kind of the key there. Most definitely in their in their storytelling. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's an interesting idea. The, yeah. The idea that he would be going after the power stone. Instead and, of Star Lord, yeah,
0: and that like the the vibranium in Wakanda gave him the ability to just go into space and like so do I'm it. Th- yeah, I'm out of here. Going to go find the stone. Yeah. So anyway, and and sort of, I think it was like around the idea that it was a it was a move for Wakanda to consolidate even more power. Okay. You sure. know, to just like make Wakanda like right. the the preeminent power on Earth and other planets. Mm-hmm. You know that kind of thing. So anyway, yeah,
1: everyone else is out hunting for the uh, the space stone mm-hmm. and. What else was on earth the reality stone reality no. stone was it the reality stone no the, that was the ether mind right? stone the mind stone was on earth
0: the mind stone was in the scepter in loki scepter yep and i'm trying sure to
1: remember all the ones that were on earth oh the time the, stone the tesseract oh the time stone the time stone right. yes. Yes. the doctor strange one. yes that's right yep the time stone and the space stone yes that's it correct cool so then he would have gone after the power stone and then that would have been wakanda's yep uh infinity stone yep exactly far out and then it would go really great with my outfit
0: and then the big thing we talked about this when we first talked about the what if series straight up confirmed yeah Marvel zombies
1: how are they I can't see they have to do that in multiple episodes though I can't see them doing it all in one I mean I guess they could anything can happen (laughs) at this point right yeah
0: I mean, there's uh, this thing's gonna be wild. It's gonna be so much fun. It's gonna be wild. It's gonna be so much fun yeah. though. Like, uh, and I'm so glad it's animated. Yeah, I'm so glad they're just gonna go. Be, you know what? That'll be extra this is cold. so far out that we're just gonna do this animated, and it's just gonna be a fun yeah. thing that you can watch.
1: I'm honestly kind of surprised they haven't done any like adaptations of Marvel Zombies before. No, so and that's been around for a good while. Yeah,
0: like. Totally.
1: Early 2000s?
0: Yeah, I mean, what's the next step, right? Uh, the whole so-and-so kills the Marvel Universe thing? Oh, yeah, Deadpool. Or or Punisher, <laughs> oh, <yeah>. or, you <laughs> know. Right, there's a Punisher one. Yeah, there. there's a bunch of those. Uh, Anyways, uh, that's yeah. going to be super, super fun. Uh, the last thing that they talked about was the Loki series. Uh, they confirmed it's going to be six episodes, an hour each. Cool. So, very Short cool. Short
1: series, but good length yep and the
0: producers confirmed that the show is going to answer the question about what happened to loki after he took off with the tesseract right and and we're
1: clearly following that Mm -hmm. version of loki yep not the choked out dead version right
0: and uh tom hendleston has come out and said that you know uh this show provides more just different avenues for the 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 um I don't know what you want to call it. The redemption of Loki. Cool. So to speak. All right. So even though it might start off in the first couple of episodes with him just being out yeah. being all mischievous and being crazy. A bad guy. Yeah, he's I clearly mean, a bad guy. He
1: doesn't really start I I guess he really he really doesn't start making that kind of like change. I, I maybe a little bit in Thor too, but
0: Yeah, near the end of Dark World. Yeah. Is where it starts to flip a little bit. A little bit. bit yeah. Yep.
1: But you see it more in Ragnarok. Yes. Like that's oh. right. Yeah right up right at the very end there. He's like kind of he's like Thor's right-hand guy now. Pretty but, much. Pretty much. So, but they're but that's still the route they're going to take with
0: them. Huh? That's still the route they're going to take. Now, interesting. I put a couple other things on the list here. These are things that came out actually pre-D23, okay. but I wanted to talk about them in this context because they kind of fit. Um, so Jeff Loeb, who I mentioned earlier, who is the head of Marvel Television, TV. Uh, he can- <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh, um so he came out and said that they have plans in the works for more Marvel television shows that will have little to no connection to MCU canon, much along, much along the lines of Runaways, Cloak and Dagger, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., cool. the Marvel Netflix things. Okay. So there's still plans for a lot of that stuff. And a lot of it's going to be street level stuff.
1: Um, so similar to like Jessica Jones and Luke Cage mm-hmm. and yeah. maybe more Daredevil?
0: Maybe I don't know. It's hard to say. You know, I think a lot of people thought for the longest time it was going to be Moon Knight was going to be one of yeah. those things that they're but clearly he's they're a, not he's doing kind that. Kind of a street level character, a very though. street level character. But they could yeah. still
1: do connections between those shows, couldn't they?
0: Yep, they could. So we'll see what this means. Uh, we talked about this, not maybe not last episode, maybe the episode before. I'm totally spoiled now by this whole connection thing, mm-hmm. right? I don't know. Unless it's a character that I'm very enthusiastic about, I don't know how into non-connected Marvel things Mm -hmm. I am now, Mm -hmm. as far as shows are concerned.
1: What character at street level, though, would they be able to have that isn't already being used in other shows or movies at this point? I mean, we're going to have a Shang-Chi movie, right? And... This also this is also going along with the idea that they're not going to be redoing like Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Jessica Jones, and right. Daredevil right away, right? Because um, I can easily see those characters fit that mm-hmm. role, right? Yep. But I don't know who else they would who else they would put at street level like that.
0: No one really springs to mind. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's a tough one. Stilt
1: Man. <laughs> we finally get yes. Stiltman Stilt
0: Man. Give me Stiltman or give me Death You know I'm not really sure That's a good question Not something I considered um, And uh, nothing really is just jumping out of the the You know my mind space to, sure. to spit out right now Same um, And then the last thing that they talked about was uh, the, So the Ghost Rider and Hellstrom shows That are yes. going to be on Hulu yes, yes, yes. Are going to be linked as what they're calling Adventure into Fear shows yeah. So Terror yeah so yeah. that now now this excites me I'm pumped for that that excites me like I'm you know me I'm not a horror guy yep. like I'm not really into that kind of stuff but when framed around these kinds of characters yeah I feel like I could kind of get into it
1: well they have a really good interview with Jeff Loeb talking about that distinction between horror and terror as a genre you know it's like how he was talking about how horror kind of encompasses this wide range of 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 of, of story right so you've got everything from like saw to like you know, which is basically just like slasher porn Mm -hmm. to uh like monster movies. Yep. Right. And so in the terror genre here where he's talking about is having these characters who are kind of like they're heroes that are feared. Yes. Right? The concept is that they are characters that people are afraid of, but then you kind of eventually ease into that like, oh, they're actually like the good guy Mm -hmm. or they're actually like not a villain yeah. they're you know trying to like help in some way yeah
0: man thing
1: yeah Ex- sure you think maybe uh maybe they can <laughs> Maybe they could just use the production company from uh, from Swamp Thing. And just be oh. Like, hey, uh, we're gonna get a new accountant, and uh, we're just gonna redo the whole thing. <laughs> uh, oh. No, I'm I'm pumped. Like, Ghost Rider is one of my favorite yeah, characters. Maybe totally. one of my favorite comic book characters. Um, I didn't know that much about Hellstrom though. I don't know
0: that much about Damon I just Hellstrom kind of either. Looked into
1: him a little bit, yep. and I could see how they'd be connected. Though, obviously, he's kind of like the son of the devil or something yeah. like that. So, yeah. it'd be interesting that kind of supernatural element to both characters
0: i really like the idea of kind of a ghostwriter verse mm-hmm. where it's like all the various characters who have played ghostwriter ghost yeah. you know because they're gonna focus on the um oh, what the hell is the character's name robbie
1: reyes the robbie reyes version yeah to begin with yeah but
0: you have to believe that johnny blaze is gonna make an appearance i
1: would hope so I, yeah, yeah. Apparently, he did in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. He did. Right? Like, yeah. briefly? He did. Um, I, uh, it I was never kind of actually a, watched it. But. There was sort of a
0: flashback yeah. uh, to how uh, Robbie Reyes got the got the, got the power of, okay. of Ghost Rider. And um, they did, I, if I'm not mistaken, I did watch the episode, but I can't remember it right now. I do believe they showed him. They showed a Ghost Rider who looked more regular skull and not mm-hmm. quite the same as the Robbie Reyes version cuz all the ghost riders kind of have a slightly yeah. different look to them mm-hmm. um and they show the motorcycle with the flaming wheels and all that kind of stuff so cool. they they did show him briefly um cool. they talked about it so yeah
1: i mean that's i'm i'm thrilled for any ghost rider mm-hmm. um if they end if they end up expanding that and making it more like oh yeah here are all the different riders or maybe like somebody else gets the writer at some point, maybe Robbie hands it off to somebody. Yeah. That'd be cool.
0: And this is where it's kind of tricky for me too, because you know, a lot of the characters that you would, you would associate with these adventure into fear shows mm-hmm. are characters that would seamlessly um, cross over with say, Dr. Strange. Oh yeah, absolutely. You yeah, know, Dr.
1: Strange is the first one I would think of. Too. Yeah. And yeah. and so
0: I would hope that the talk from Jeff Loeb about these things being not very connected to the MCU kind of um, his tone changes a little bit. Like I hope that they, are fi- they find a way to more closely link these things.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there will be things, especially like artifacts or objects from like the Sanctum. Sure. That, you know, end up showing up somewhere along the lines or maybe something from the show ends up in one of the, you know, Doctor Strange movies, the next Doctor Strange movie. Yeah. Um, or somehow Scarlet Witch is involved, you know, things like that. Yeah. Um, because they, it is like a very specific set of characters that fall into that kind of like supernatural genre. Yeah, right?
0: the one that the one that jumped to mind immediately was magic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah from sure. the from the X Men. That's right. Yeah. So Colossus's little sister mm-hmm. Ilyana Rasputin, mm-hmm. she's been queen of the underworld for a really long time in the comic right. books. You know. Yeah. So it's something that I think could definitely happen. It would be really, one, really one super more cool to see for them to yeah down yep. yeah. to those other stories. Definitely.
1: I'd want to see it either way. I'm, yeah. I'm excited.
0: I'm excited too. Alright, so moving on to the next big thing out of D twenty three, which is obviously Have you heard of this this thing, the next big thing? It's uh it's a all the kids are talking about it. It's uh it's one of those things. Space battles. It's a space battles, yes. right? Yes. Something something along those lines. <laughs> we are obviously talking about Star Wars, um, and there was so much news.
1: So much news. So much news. And I and I debated And it was all good. I debated,
0: yeah, I debated breaking into this before the Marvel stuff, but because we had talked about Spider-Man, I wanted yeah. to just get the Marvel stuff out Big of the way. Topic, so yeah. But let's let's just let's just get this out of the way oh right my now. My God. Ewan friggin' McGregor yes. is coming back to play Obi Wan Kenobi Obi-Wan. in a Disney Plus show. Yes! Um the rumor Star-puffed. is the rumor is a limited series, ten episodes. Okay. Um I'll take it. What do you want?
1: Holy crap. I mean, if it's, I'm assuming that it's going to be all him on Tatooine, maybe loosely based on the comic book that the comic book series that Marvel put out where he's kind of like just more recently settled on Tatooine watching over a very young Luke Skywalker, uh, but like settling into the hermit life. Yeah. Um, that's all. Hashtag. Up. Hashtag hermit life. Hashtag hermit life. <laughs> uh, hashtag Ewan. Uh, hashtag Hermit Ewan. Um, I would love <laughs> to see that. Absolutely, like a yeah, a kind of um dark gritty desert Obi Wan. Uh, who's you know banished. he fights the crate dragon. Yeah, that'd be sweet. That'd be awesome. I'd be, I would love <laughs> to see. What cool would that be? Um, otherwise, you know, if it was more Clone War stuff, I could see that being kind of interesting. Um, or maybe even kind of stuff that's like closer to Episode Four. Um, yeah. So like an even older Obi Wan. Interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean it's been uh fifteen years since he played Obi Wan, is that right?
0: Ninety nine oh two oh five. Yes, fourteen years. Fourteen years. Fourteen years. So
1: I mean, it's been a little while. I mean he could he could kinda easily pick it right back up if he wanted to, or if that's the route they were gonna take it. But yeah. I think uh, at this point him being a little bit older. Will lend itself to some really cool storytelling, especially like a standalone Obi Wan story, which we really haven't gotten
0: before. Agreed, agreed. I hope it's not all Tatooine based. Yeah, I do hope he gets off planet from time to time. Uh, if it's maybe failed Just hope to see the stars a little bit, <laughs> yeah, and, you know, visit some friends. Just you know what I can see is, um, maybe like a failed attempt to save another Jedi Ooh, who got yeah. away from. Order 66. Order 66. Yeah. Um, I like that idea. Something along the lines of um, throwing Vader off the scent of Ooh, Tatooine and sure. off of Luke. Yeah. You know, yeah. just, some, I don't know. I'm not sure. I haven't thought, thought it through the it's actual storyline.
1: The thing about that and, and what I love about that idea too, is like, they don't even need to have the emperor or Vader involved. Mm. Like they, they don't even need to show them in, they don't have to have them anywhere in the series or, or any of the other characters. I know like Boba Fett makes an appearance in the comics um, and I think Vader does too at some point, but it's like they're not actually in the same. I could scene. see Boba Fett popping up. Yeah, Boba Fett's definitely there, and like the huts are there and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But the the thing is, like having him kind of being in the background. Obi Wan is kind of like undercover, right? He's in hiding, um, and trying to throw yeah, trying to throw Vader off the scent or something like yeah. that. Yeah, it would it wouldn't even they could name drop him or they could just say like you know Lord Vader or the Dark Lord is looking for you know whatever. You know, you, you wouldn't. There's so little they would have to actually do in order to pull that off and Agreed. make it work totally. And so that's why I think I want to see it even more because it'd be really fun and it just lends itself to so many different like Easter eggs they can include. Oh yeah, um, I I've never actually read the. I've only read like one issue I think of the Obi Wan series in, in the Marvel comics though. I don't which think is I've all, read any like, of te- it. I think it's all technically canon now, right? Like that's all part of the if canon it's story. if it's
0: recent. It's, if it's all from
1: when Marvel took over for the comic books.
0: Yeah, then I guess it is. I guess it technically would be.
1: There's, I think there's like one issue where he maybe tangoes with Boba Fett, but okay. I can't remember if I can't remember what the circumstances are or like what exactly happens. I know that it's uh it's highly uh, rated, like a lot of the fans are huge huge fans of Obi Wan and the uh, like darth vader comic books yeah the darth vader
0: ones were good i actually did read some of the darth vader ones with yeah. dr afra and yeah. evil c-3po and r 2 d was a lot of fun um yeah uh so you mentioned boba fett yep there are two other characters that are wildly speculated to have um, a role in this and the first one is darth maul
1: oh yeah i suppose he's not dead
0: he's not dead he made an appearance in solo that's spoilers right, spoilers for solo
1: yep and credits
0: and and or the end uh, it's like the last the no it's before it's the, the credits this is the last scene it's where he um
1: it's where he shows off his lightsaber yeah he
0: just he just wants to <laughs> he just wants to show her Check his lightsaber yeah got it yeah <laughs> he's got big lightsaber energy uh, but i to uh, sit down because my lower half is all <laughs> robot. so um so for for those of you you know spoilers for rebels for those of you who have seen rebels mm. you know uh, doesn't
1: isn't there a scene where Obi-Wan and Maul fight on Rebels? Yeah,
0: so so Maul's, part of Maul's, um, not part of Maul's, most of Maul's motivation in the Clone Wars, and then subsequently Rebels, was to get Obi-Wan. Right, revenge. Revenge on Obi-Wan. Okay. And he finally gets to Obi-Wan on Tatooine, and they have the shortest lightsaber fight in the history That's of lightsaber.
1: also lights- where he fought uh, Qui-Gon.
0: Indeed it is. Yeah. And... Qui-Gon could show up in this show, too, That's as a Force true. ghost. That's right. Because he's, he's the, the first one. First one
1: to do it, right? He's the first one to or do he, it. So he's the first one to learn how to yep, do it.
0: Yep. So a lot of people think that you could get some blue ghost Liam Neeson. That'd be cool. Super cool. I'd be definitely good yeah, for that. 100% into that. Yeah. So um, so so in Rebels, Darth Maul finally finds Obi-Wan on Tatooine, mm-hmm. and they have uh, some a back-and-forth talking at one another and they engage in the shortest lightsaber fight of all time. Obi-Wan kills Maul. And then Maul they have this sort of exchange with one another where Maul is like you need to take out the emperor. Like he like Maul says this. Yeah, because the emperor is like through the course of Maul's story in Clone Wars, it's clear that Palpatine has been using Maul and he kind of realizes it and they get there's a big fight with Maul and his cousin i think it is i can't remember the i think it's his cousin and palpatine where palpatine just owns them and so he kind of they kind of come to a mutual understanding even though maul was there technically to kill obi-wan obi-wan takes him down and in his dying breaths he's talking to obi-wan about you know finishing the job and getting rid of the emperor and all this kind of stuff so because Maul's no longer Sith at that point. Right, like, right. he's just a he's warrior. Like a renegade. Yeah, he's just yeah. a renegade warrior. So, I think it'd be cool to see him. I don't know how much I would really want him involved. The, yeah. Uh, the other character that is wildly speculated to appear is Ahsoka Tano. Oh, yeah, sure. But I want, I want that. I don't... Yeah. So a live bad. A lot of action Ahsoka. Lo- Oh, my God. I mean... Please make it happen. So,
1: tell me, I guess... I. I don't I haven't watched Clone Wars or Rebels okay. uh, seriously or, or, or like you know in in a large amount at sure. all. Sure. So and it's been a while since I've seen it too. I know that Ahsoka comes back in Rebels yes. like an adult version of her and she's the the Padawan of of Anakin in Clone Wars. In Clone Wars to at the beginning right. of Clone Wars, yeah. yeah. So she's she's learning how to be a Jedi from Anakin Skywalker in Clone Wars. Um and then she becomes a Jedi and she's like an adult in Rebels.
0: Well, so she doesn't become a Jedi. Oh, okay.
1: Because
0: she she never she makes it. leaves the order. She leaves the Jedi uh-huh. order. She's just like see you guys later. There's a there's a I want to get into the storyline. It's a big involved storyline. Mm-hmm. But through through the various story points, she defects from the Jedi order, see. and she becomes this kind of gray Jedi sort of, so sort to of cool. speak. Kind of just kind of um, she embodies all the Jedi things, but yeah. she's not. Technically a Jedi. Yeah, the um,
1: um, what the hell is the name of that video game series? Um The
0: Force Unleashed? No, nope, oh. not well
1: similar to Force Unleashed, it was before that. It was with uh, this Kyle... Okay, was it Kyle Katan? Oh yeah. Uh, Jedi was it Jedi Knight? Remember maybe the Jedi yeah, Knight series? Maybe. Um, he was, was similar. Like you yeah. had a, he had a lightsaber, he could use the force, but he also had a blaster and was kind of like a smuggler type character. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, no, it'd be um that'd be interesting to see,
0: like a kind of neutral
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, jedi or yeah like a, a force user who's like not really part of one order or the other
0: yep and um you know in, in rebels she has a fight with vader yes, she does
1: i've seen that you've seen I've it i've watched that a few times on where YouTube. his mask is broken He's, it's so good He's like, you can, can see, you see the eye die. yeah and it's so good it's, it's so, so intense good. it's like one little bit of this one episode and I was just like, that is like some of the coolest like Star Wars stuff Vader ever stuff ever. Yeah. yeah. It's so, so good.
0: it's so intense. It's yeah. so emotionally intense. Yeah. Because they they built that relationship for mm-hmm. a really long time yeah. on that show, on the Clone Wars show. Yeah. That once it came to a head and we you know, we thought Ahsoka was gone forever and she mm-hmm. showed back up on Rebels and she actually took on her former master yeah. in his new, you know, persona. Mm-hmm. The weight of that was Chills. crazy. Was crazy. So, anyways, Obi Wan, sh- Obi Wan show. It's going to happen. Yeah, I can't wait. You McGregor was on stage. Yes. He asked he asked Kathleen Kennedy to ask him one more time if he's coming back to play Obi Wan Kenobi, <laughs> and then just said yes. Yep. You know, and because yes. he gets. I mean, if you've ever seen interviews with Ewan well, McGregor on any other show, yeah, he's always, always asked about. Asked, it, yeah. Constantly, technically, asked about
1: he it. has already done it once. In oh, the Force, uh, the Force Awakens.
0: That's right. He, he did. Lends, have,
1: he lends his voice. Did he even just, come in to record that, or did they I just? If, I don't know if he actually came in or how that. I think all he ended
0: did. I think he did. No, he did. The Alec Guinness stuff was yeah. just spliced oh, off yeah. of old interview yeah, footage of he his. Used a
1: combination of the two. Yeah, yeah, they did. And they, I remember hearing that because it was from the voice actor who did Obi Wan in the Clone Wars series, right. being like, "Yeah, I recorded all these lines, but then they ended up using using Ewan McGregor instead." Gotcha. So it was like. Yeah, it's one little extra.
0: Oh my God! He's back. Sure, sure. Um, but
1: yeah, no, I'm I'm stupid excited for that. I yeah. think Obi Wan is arguably the best part of the prequel. Not even arguable. Is he it? is the best yeah. part of the prequels. It's so good. Yeah, he does,
0: Yeah, he's fantastic. <laughs> I saw some really funny. Uh, I saw some really funny uh, ideas about what the show could be called. You know, because a lot of people think it's going to either be Kenobi or Obi Wan, or that'll just sure. be the title of the show. Kenobi. I saw yeah, I saw one good. where it was like. Hello there. That was the name <laughs> yeah, of the show. Uh, like of the best, like, there, yeah. It's just called The High Ground. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. Oh, God. Which, by the way, if you've seen that uh, that new uh, episode nine, uh, ch- uh, the poster, yeah. like, it's all over. kyle has got The High Ground. <laughs> so cool. He does,
0: though. He does have The High Ground. Yeah, Ray stands <laughs> no, no chance. Nope,
1: it's over. You're That's tough. It's game over, man. Uh, yeah, no, I think that'd be... That'd be fantastic. I would love to see any and all of that in the Obi Wan show.
0: Yeah, be very cool. So very much looking forward to that. Um, the next thing that I want to talk about, D twenty three, was excited. can't even wait. to talk If about if this. we were excited about Obi Wan, when this happened, yeah, we've been
1: talking about Obi Wan for a while. We, we have, like, we've thought, we've talked about you and McGregor coming back and how bad we want that in previous episodes. It's
0: true. We've also talked about this other thing quite a bit. I think, um, yeah. oh, but. Yeah. They finally dropped a, a true t- trailer. Yeah. Uh, they showed one off at Comic-Con. It was only for... fan. There's potato footage out there. Yeah. If you could find it on the internet.
1: Kind of like leaked uh, scenes yeah. or whatever, which but, I have rewatched as well. Yeah,
0: I've watched a lot too. Um, but they, they put out a trailer for The Mandalorian. Yeah. And it was mind-blowing. Oh, blowing. my God. It was so cool. The, all I can... So... <laughs> <laughs> I don't want... I'm not going to do a shot-for-shot thing on this because it was just... Go watch it. It's free. It's on YouTube. It's amazing. It's so good. But the tone of this trailer, it's like nothing we've ever seen before in Star Wars. No.
1: No. No, definitely not anything we've seen in Star Wars. Yeah.
0: But but somehow, it is also such classic Star Wars Mm -hmm. that it just makes sense. Yeah. And I, I can't even... I, I, I can't I can't even
1: they do just enough of that it, it kind of reminded me of rogue one like when rogue one came out and they were just kind of announcing or showing the trailers for that where they do this like it really you have to give it give credit to those the, the people who edit those trailers and put those together because they're taking all of the bits that they can show mm-hmm. right which is gonna be super limited it's very show limited much. Yeah. yep and then they also like have a buildup right so it's like a minute and a half. Like something like that, long Mm -hmm. trailer. There's like almost zero dialogue in it. Like
0: oh no, there's like one piece of dialogue. There's one. There's one line from Werner Herzog. Yeah, it's
1: and that's from one of the leaked scenes. Yep. Um, which I remember, and and that's but that's it. Like that's it's super limited. It's mostly music and shots. Yep. But they do this awesome job, like you said, of showing kind of like original trilogy stuff so that you're like, oh, yeah, this is clearly Star Wars. And then also like all the new things from the show that get you hyped about it. Yeah. And so like it's all of these clips and like they just do this kind of slow build up to action at the very end where there's this huge like there's this awesome bar fight scene and it's just the Mandalorian Against like four other dudes,
0: alien dudes in this bar. Oh, he did so oh good. yeah. And he's so, he's, so that scene, that's the one that everyone got everyone talking, yeah. right? So, the end of this clip, he's beating up these good dudes in the bar. Guy tries to run. And he so he gets him around the ankle with his you know his like grappling hook thing yeah, right yeah and he starts to pull him back Glasses through this dude he starts to pull him back through one of those iris doors that yeah. closes like in a circle or whatever. open the blast doors open the blast oh, yeah. doors one of those kinds of things and as he's pulling him back in he pulls his blaster and shoots the door yeah. so the door closes on this guy and cuts him in half
1: <laughs> but they but they cut it right before it gets cut yes in half. yeah you don't see him so get you don't get, cut get in the feel of it but you know that's what happened totally and. It, uh, it's so epic. Oh my
0: god. From the first shot of of Stormtrooper helmets on yes. spikes. Yeah,
1: that was cool.
0: With that was, in clearly yeah. like blood.
1: Right. So they, they, they open it up and it's kind of like I think it must be Tatooine or some just desert planet. Walking through it. yeah. And it's like these just crushed, like destroyed uh uh uh, stormtrooper helmets yeah you know classic trilogy stormtrooper helmets like on pikes, yeah basically like beware stormtroopers yeah, don't like, come don't here don't come here or yeah. you're gonna
0: be dead so what's what yeah. gets me so hype about this is just what you were talking about they made this trailer out of very limited amount of material mm-hmm. right
1: because they can only show so
0: much the idea that basically what we've seen might be just the first episode of this yeah
1: that might be it which it very well could be. There's not a whole lot that, like, makes you think, like, there's no. stuff that's going on. No, there might that. be a
0: clip or two from, like, a, a, a second or third episode, but really, it feels kind of like it might just be all from the first episode. Yeah. I I can't that's even... That's enough for me. I, this, thing, <laughs> this thing looks amazing.
1: I was, like, we were texting each other while we were... While you, you sent it to me first, and we were texting each other while Day 23 was happening. Yeah. I, like was curled up on my couch with, like, a pillow, like, wrapped around my face, like, <laughs> screaming into the pillow. You know, uh, like, I just, I felt like I was, like, five years old. Yes. Like, getting giddy about, like, you know, about Star Wars yeah. stuff again. You know, just really excited. Because, I honestly, I can't remember the last time I felt that way. I mean, maybe Rogue One a little bit. Okay. Um, and and I guess to a degree, like, Force Awakens, too. Sure. Like, when that first got announced. Sure. Um, but there, there are those elements of it that are just, like, this is, like, this is Star Wars. Uh-huh. Like this is the stuff that I've wanted really badly. Well,
0: what's what's great is so, you know, because John Favreau's in charge, and because Dave Filoni is working so closely with him, you've got two guys who are of a certain age, who have a certain sensibility when it comes to Star Wars.
1: They have a certain set of skills. They have
0: a they have a specific set of skills. <laughs> Um, that make him. They make them dangerous to people like <laughs> us. And blah 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 blah. Wait, that's Qui Gon's line, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but but really, so they they they're creating this from our point of view, right? They're creating this from the point of view of a grown adults yep. who have had Star Wars in their lives forever, yep. and are have been wanting this this level of um intensity um grit action action um and and he, sort of heavier storytelling than we've had before mm-hmm. and things that aren't necessarily connected to Luke Skywalker yeah. and the yes. force and the force and stuff like that skywalker
1: related content
0: yeah right so it, it's just, it's very exciting very very exciting and the fact that it comes out on november 12 which is only a couple months away that's really close it's really really close now they did confirm they're going to do this game of thrones style okay so you're going to get an episode a week yeah you're not going to get it you're not gonna be able to binge it all at once
1: I'm kind of torn about that because part of me as a consumer just wants it all right away especially since that's how netflix does it it kind
0: of sucks and you have to imagine there will probably be a mid-season break Mm -hmm. around the time that episode nine comes out yeah that makes sense because you don't want to. If you're Disney, you don't want to take Shine away from right. your from your brand new movie. Yeah. So I, I'm okay with it. I'm gonna, honestly I don't yeah. really care. No,
1: I, it's hard for me to be like disappointed because it's happening. You know, like it, the fact that it's happening makes me excited. So of course I'm going to watch it every week.
0: Yeah. Like- so two other quick notes about this. Um, there was a lot of talk going into um, this show because it was, it was revealed fairly early on that um, the Mandalorian, you know, the thing that sets him on this adventure he's on is a bounty and the bounty was going to be a person. Yep. Uh specifically a child. And a lot of people thought that that child was going to be Ray.
1: Oh. I was it, on- is a, uh, it is a it is a post original trilogy, right? It's Correct. After, it takes place after episode 6.
0: It does. It takes place and pe- but that's where it was not clear when this was when these people were when the rumors were out, people weren't clear on how far after episode 6 this okay. was going to take place. Yeah. One thing that Disney did at D23 is they put out a very clear timeline about Uh when things take place in the Star Wars uh, universe. So um, this takes place exactly five years after Episode Six. Cool. So it's
1: still like 25 years before Episode Seven.
0: Yeah, so given that we know, based on Star Wars canon, that Rey is 19 at the time of The Force Awakens. Yeah. It couldn't possibly be Rey. Right, she's not born yet. She's not born yet. So... You can strike that from, from Rumor Central. As cool as that might have been, I'm okay with it. The yeah. other thing, too, is Fabro Favreau, did, he did say that there will be no Boba Fett in Good. this series. That's for the best. I think so, too.
1: Also, I mean, if it is five years after, he's most likely dead.
0: Unless he, yeah, did the thing where he crawled out of the Starlight pit. If
1: they but end up making that canon, we'll see.
0: We'll see. Um, and oh, also, the IG droid yeah. is not IG-88. Right. It's yes. IG-11. Right. So yes. for whatever that's His worth. Cousin. Yeah, yeah, it's, cousin. Yeah, it's Justin <laughs> Cousin, which
1: I'm I'm totally okay with that. Like, oh yeah, you well, know, they cares. It's yeah, a droid. There's, there's a million different droid you know versions. Like that's the reason they have numbers and and things like that to distinguish them. I'm a little disappointed it's not the original, but also like we were talking about before, like you know they'd have to go and release another special edition of Empire Strikes Back where Taika Waititi is just like. You know, cracking jokes at Vader the whole time that he's in that scene. Like, what? Disintegrations? Oh, yeah, okay, whatever. I don't do those. I don't even do disintegrations anyway, so that's fine. Okay, in Korg voice? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, of course he's going to be in Korg voice. He's just doing his own voice. You know, maybe he'll do something else. I don't know. But, uh, uh, yeah, I think that'll be. Uh, it's. It just looks so good. It looks, I'm so ready to watch that it show. It looks amazing.
0: So, one of the things that we did not get at D23, which I think was very surprising to a lot of people, was mm. a full episode nine trailer.
1: Yeah, there were like, it was like a teaser.
0: It was like a, it was kind of like they just sort of showed off footage, yeah. like, um, and a little bit behind the scenes. A lot of it, from my understanding, was actually like spliced together from other movies, mm-hmm. other Star Wars movies. Oh, it was okay. just kind of like a build up towards okay. this thing, sure. with just a tiny bit of Episode yeah. Nine footage. I feel like thrown now in.
1: would be the time for another trailer. Well, you know,
0: based on their previous uh, marketing efforts, yeah, uh, they've for Episode Seven and Episode Eight, they dropped the trailer during Monday Night Football. Oh, on abc okay so i could see that you you have probably a week, a, week, yeah, a week two or a week yeah or week two or week three a monday, monday night, night football party. game
1: sorry it's okay it's been a long time since i've watched monday night football
0: they're not using that song anymore
1: that's probably for the best <laughs> but they should use the one i
0: just mostly because just frank now. and alan dan aren't there anymore that's anyways cool. um so they shut off a little bit of footage from episode nine, um, and so all we have are descriptions of the footage. Yeah, the fans bi- telling the tale. Right. The big thing that came out of this was that some of the footage showed Ray. Yeah. In black robes. Yep. Wielding a red, doubles bladed. Lightsaber.
1: See, it's it's interesting because I always thought that that was the route she was gonna go was to have a double bladed really? lightsaber because she uses a staff. Oh sure, yeah. Just I like, mean the weapon only. Yeah, okay. I just figured she was gonna have a double bladed lightsaber yeah. at some point. Yeah, right. But it just kind of never ended up happening. She yeah. always ended up using the Skywalker lightsaber. I
0: feel like it's a. I feel like it's just a misdirect. I feel like it's gonna be a yeah. vision or a dream sure. or some kind of a thing or maybe she does get turned momentarily and has to like fight through it. Hmm, maybe. You know, that'd be cool. That kind of a thing. Yeah it's hard to see. say yeah i don't think yeah
1: i i have a hard time believing that that's going to be like the uh the outcome like oh yep
0: raise bad raise bad yep Kylo's sorry guys. good. sorry everybody we swapped it
1: on you last minute yeah
0: kylo good now yeah. how about yeah. that
1: um <laughs> cats and dogs living together maybe that's, Mass why hysteria. He, maybe
0: that's why he has the high ground
1: uh that could be that could be but he still has the red lightsaber in the poster It's true. So.
0: Anyways. Well, I was hoping for more episode nine stuff, but I understand why they didn't do it. We'll probably
1: get another trailer. I mean, we'll definitely get at least one or two more trailers. Definitely. Before November, I would think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. We'll get all the TV trailers in like November through December. Mm -hmm. So that'll be different too. Yeah.
0: Just a couple other things I wanted to run through here. Uh, they announced Clone Wars season seven is going to premiere in February 2020. Yeah, that's coming up. So that'll be super fun. They showed one image off, which was very cool of Ahsoka walking towards Maul Ooh. with her dual lightsabers out. Cool. And
1: right, she yeah, she dual wields
0: lightsabers. Yeah, she yeah, she has. So she has kind of like she has kind of one that's sort of a dagger length. It's a oh. it's a shorter one, Interesting. and she has one that is like a full on, you know, cool. Anyways, her lightsabers—if you've not seen them—are super cool. She has they, like the white. They're ones, white, right? Yeah, yeah, they're like a white glow. Oh, they're so so dope. Cool. They're so dope. That sounds like fun. Yeah. Um. So that's that. That's happening. And then a couple things came out actually before another things, just like the Marvel thing. There was a little bit of pre news to D twenty three that I wanted to talk about here. Uh, first of all, Ryan Johnson Star Wars films will not feature legacy characters. I no think Luke, Leia, and Han. Yeah, or anybody else that Chewie, we know. Chewie, C three PO, R two D two. So I'm cool with that. Not a really a surprise. I actually would would kind of like to see Ryan Johnson's trilogy take place in the like the way distant future. Like yeah, sure. Like way, way, way out.
1: There was a comic book series called um, it was like Star Wars Legacy, I think it was called. Yep. Mm-hmm. That was like a thousand years or something like that in the future, but it would still featured like a Skywalker descendant. Um, which was like the, like the main character, but, um, yeah, but I like that idea of it being like, yes, there are like the legends of Luke Skywalker and the rebellion and all of that, but it's not a main focus and they don't exist because it's
0: hundreds of thousands of years after. Yep. I like that idea. Yep, exactly. Um, and then, uh, it also came out that Benioff and Weiss may not actually write all three of their Star Wars movies. That's probably for the best. I think it's probably for the best. Um, They are... um, Fans of Game of Thrones will know why. Yeah. (laughs) Look, they're highly capable production people. Mm -hmm. They know how to pull together a big thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they can make it happen. Especially
1: involving multiple characters. Yep,
0: they can make these epic stories happen. But there are better writers out there. Mm -hmm. There are better directors out there. And so... The idea that they would essentially play showrunner for a trilogy, I'm on board. Yeah, I'm fine with that too. I
1: mean, it's not the same thing as like having um, like the Russos do something, you know, where you're like, I kind of want them to be in charge of everything Everything." because I know that they're going to do it well. (laughs) Yep. Um, This is more of like, okay, yeah, I know that they're going to be able to pull the right people into put them in the right places, and you know make it set up so that it will succeed yeah and that Um, sort of i mean that's a real
0: skill that kind of that ability to multitask and manage people and that kind of that's a Mm -hmm. huge thing so that's its own job yeah so i'm into that and then lastly uh disney is going to re-release all the star wars films on blu-ray i don't know when because they haven't
1: announced whether i mean they're only gonna be like these special editions
0: right no one knows yet no one knows yet um obviously people want them to bring out the original original theatrical releases. Yeah. I
1: and mean, people have been wanting that since before
0: the dawn of time. Yeah. <laughs> since before the special yeah. editions were a thing. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> uh, we'll see. Um, this was leaked. There was some Amazon promo oh. covers or whatever that were leaked. Okay. Um, no word yet on whether sure. that artwork is real or not yeah. going to be used or it was not. It a matter
1: of time before they were going to do like a box set or something. Yeah. Anyway. Especially
0: with episode nine coming out, you would have thought that, it, you know, now's the time to wrap it all up in a nice big bow and, and, and get it out to the people. I just, I just hope they, I really hope they do the The, the originals again.
1: I have a feeling it's going to be a while before we see those. Yeah. I'm just thinking that the, the 20th century Fox deal is still a little too fresh that they wouldn't be able to put them out yet. Or... I don't know. It might be against Lucas's wishes. I don't know.
0: Even if it is, it's not like he has any control on it. Well... I no. mean, they're they're loyal to him. I no, get it. Yeah. Kathleen Kennedy is loyal to him. I get well,
1: it. Well, yeah. There's that part of it. It's it's a respect thing. I yeah. I, I also understand like the... Um, from like a production standpoint, I mean, they would have to go through and actually like... Well, <laughs> they wouldn't have to. They could just use the despecialized editions and you know which already exist. And if you don't know about them, go look them up because they're out there. They're out there. I own them. I watch. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Now now that I have them, they're the only versions of Star Wars I watch, at least the original ones. Yep. Um, But yeah, no, I mean, like, they could easily make the original trilogy, the special edition as it should have been, right? The theatrical cuts with just revised graphics and yeah. uh audio right yeah of course they can and then put that on blu-ray or include that in its own set i just have this feeling like they know what that means to fans and oh, so like clearly. they would probably have that as its own thing or or they would hold off and include it in a saga box set that included all of episodes seven through nine as well right um but yeah, yeah. i mean either way it's like in this day and age like blu-ray is already obsolete
0: to a certain extent yeah to a certain extent. There are still those people when it comes to a thing like Star Wars or Lord of the Rings or whatever who want to have Tangible the physical product. media. Yeah. So, anyways. All right. Well, that's all the D23 news. Um, there it is. That's it. Boom. Disney. We did it. Um, but there are still some other things we want to get to here. And I, I want to run through these things kind of quick because, you know, I, we've been going for a very long time here. Um, we've because got a lot to talk about. All that other stuff. There's just a lot of stuff to talk about. So, first on the list, something I mentioned during the intro. I don't even know where to go with this. <laughs> Matrix, Matrix 4, 4. The Matrix it was bound 4 to happen. is happening. It was bound to happen. I suppose.
1: It was going. They were rebooting everything else. I mean, I guess it's not really a reboot. But no, it's, it's a sequel. Although it could be a reboot. Yeah, I guess. A reboot
0: <laughs> of the Matrix itself. What's What's encouraging about this, or obviously. Or the show I,
1: Reboot. Remember
0: the show Reboot? I do. Yeah, they tried to reboot that too. Idiots. <laughs> um, what's encouraging about this is that Keanu's coming back. Yeah, and
1: Carrie Fisher. Car- or or Carrie, oh, Carrie, Carrie- Ann Moss is Carrie coming. Moss.
0: I wish Carrie Fisher was coming back. I wish back. She was back. That's sad. Sorry. My bad. Carrie Ann Moss is coming back. Yep. To play Trinity again. Yeah. And uh, Lana Wachowski, who, you know, of the Wachowskis. Yes. Who wrote the original. Just the one? Just not- the one. Oh, Just okay. Lana. Not both of them. Not right. both of them. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I don't know. I have no idea what the story could be. None. None clue. Well, it'll
1: probably involve some other version of the matrix right because the end of is it revolutions revelation revelations revolution Ah, yeah matrix revolution i believe is the last one that they did Mm -hmm. um that's basically like the wiping of the slate like they they literally reboot the matrix Mm -hmm. and it's like you find out that that's you know the eighth or tenth time or whatever you've done it sure so i'm sure it'll follow along that kind of guideline of like yeah, this is the next or a future version of the Matrix where Neo lives longer, or something, or maybe because I heard they were they were looking for uh, well the next part of this was looking for a young Morpheus. young Morpheus, yeah. So maybe there's some kind of like cycle story going on there where like Neo and Trinity are looking for Morpheus mm-hmm. instead of Morpheus looking for Neo. Right,
0: they actually remember what happened. Yeah, in the last version of the Matrix. Yeah, okay. Maybe. Should be interesting. We'll see what happens.
1: I, I loved those movies. I especially loved the first one. Well, everybody likes the first one. Um, the rest the, of them are kind of hot garbage. Yeah, they, they're, so. they're all right. There's some really awesome action. Oh yeah, yeah, as yeah. It, and i i have as fond of, I have fond memories of that of that just being a teenager in those age and that era too. But also like the Animatrix and all that. The stuff. The Animatrix is
0: great as a as a visual spectacle. Mm-hmm. The other Crazed. Matrix movies were cool. Yeah, very cool. Um, they did just
1: story wise, not so
0: good. no. No, no, they totally shot their wad on the first story <laughs> and then just kind of lost the rest of it. It just it just it just it just limped through the rest of it. You know. Um
1: That was one of the characters, wasn't it? Wad. Yeah.
0: <laughs> now I think you're thinking of Watto from the from the Phantom Menace or no, the Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones.
1: I'm not even going to try and imitate Watto because Don't. of how racially insensitive that would yeah, be. Terrible. <laughs>
0: Do you want to do the, uh, (laughs) do you want to do the Trade Federation, guys? Oh, yeah. No, even more (laughs) insensitive. Yeah. Okay. Um, So, anyways, uh, running through the rest of the the news here, um, there's a report that Disney has seen the New Mutants (laughs) and that Disney does not like the New Mutants. All right. Confirmed. (laughs) Confirmed. Uh, We're never seeing that movie. Nope. Nope. Not on anything. We're never seeing that movie. It's just not going to happen. Um, one thing that is definitely going to happen. And okay, first of all, I have to say I did not know this was a thing, but apparently there's a thing called PowerCon.
1: Uh, yeah, and it's a He-Man
0: based yeah, con,
1: right? Like I, it's uh, it's it's a convention just for the He-Man universe, just for the Masters, of, masters of the masters universe, universe, universe. universe universe, like all the shows, the movies, yep. uh, the figures, toys, spe- yeah, specifically the the collectibles.
0: Yep, definitely. Yeah. So announced at PowerCon. Yeah. Kevin Smith, our old friend Kevin Smith, the fanboy of all fanboys, yes. is going to be show running and producing... He Man in the animated series, hell yeah, on Netflix. By the power of grace, hell to the I am yeah yeah! Super excited for that. That is going to be super cool. Um, is, I, I can't you, wait. I don't know if
1: you've watched um, She-Ra at all. Yeah. Also set Princess in Princess of the, Power. Yeah. Yes. Also set in the He Man universe. Yes. Uh, and also a rebooted series on Netflix yes. currently. And a really good one. It's very good. Yeah. yeah. It's it's well written. Um, the voice acting is good. The animation is is a lot of fun. It in a lot of ways reminds me of Voltron, not quite to the same. Degree, I think, of like action that Voltron has. Um, But uh, the idea of having a Kevin Smith, uh, Fat Man himself, Fat Man on Batman himself, you know, uh, being in charge of that makes me extra excited about it. Yeah. Um, Because I think it goes along a lot of ways just feeling that way of like security of like, oh, I know he's going to do a good job. Yeah. Because he loves that property too. Totally. He's a huge fan and he always treats all of his work with, like, a, a level of care and, and attention and things like that. You know, even if they're just, like, stupid comedies. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, that's, that sounds exciting to me. Like, as soon as I saw She-Ra, I was like, where's He-Man? Because mm-hmm. I want to see a He-Man rebooted series 2. This is awesome, so I want to see He-Man.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm very, very excited. Um, and <laughs> funny you mentioned the Fat Man on Batman thing. Yeah. So his show, now that he's he had the heart attack, you know? Yes. He's lost all the he's weight. He's lost a lot of weight. It's actually called Fat Man Beyond. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. That's changed awesome, That's fantastic. The Batman yeah, Man. So anyways,
0: Batman, yeah. yeah, really, really cool. I'm very excited for that. Um, going back to Sony for just a quick second here. Um, you now, mentioned too? this. I know. You mentioned <laughs> this earlier, but you, you totally mentioned it. Sony bought Insomniac Games. Who did Spider-Man. Who did the Spider-Man game. Um, it's very clear based on what Microsoft has been doing and what Sony is doing now. They're all trying to snap up their own studios yeah. to make exclusive games for their next round of consoles. I guess so. Yeah. Um, it's an interesting move. We yeah. kind of got away from that for a long time. The 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 age of the console exclusive kind of died. Yeah, you know, about half a dozen years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but now we seem to be going back to that.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm curious how much it's going to play into the like new era of like streaming games. Yeah, interesting. Um, and how that's going to kind of play a part of it because I'm sure that there's going to be a similar kind of approach that even like Disney and sony are Mm -hmm. taking in that in that regard or or like nbc and and things like that where they have their own individual streaming services for games now um and it's probably just going to be like branched through their already existing network right like so like microsoft already has their own like games network sony has the playstation network Mm -hmm. um there's like nintendo games things like that um where they'll probably just end up going that same route right where they have their own individual stores or platforms for those games and that's where you get to stream them from
0: yeah it'll be interesting to see well you know it seems like they're definitely trying to keep things away from google stadia yeah that would um, make sense and speaking of, speaking of which uh that cyberpunk 2077 game yeah. with keanu with it's gonna be on keanu. google stadia Oh, is that it's going it. to be a. Uh, it's it's going. I don't know if it's going to be a launch exclusive, right? But it's going to be on. Stadia is going on, to include. Yeah, it. they're going to have it. Cool, they're going to have that. That's cool. Yeah, so it should be cool. pretty cool. Another thing that looked so freaking cool, and we're never going to see it. It really <laughs> I know, I know bothers it, yeah. me. So there was some some <laughs> leaked artwork um, for a canceled uh, follow up to uh, Batman Arkham Knight. Yeah. Made by uh, Rocksteady. Yeah. That looked, This was going
1: to be a game. This was going to be they a game. Like, they were in, in development.
0: Yeah, it looked absolutely incredible. If you can find the art online, please do go find it. But essentially what you're looking at is a uh, uh, Gotham City that is just sort of run amuck. There's a I think there's a sign that says, like, the end is nigh or whatever, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it focuses on the Damian Wayne Robin character. Yeah, so son of Batman. Son of Batman. Lit- Lit- yeah. Literal son literal of Batman. Literal son of Batman and Talia Al Ghul. Mm-hmm um sort of taking over for batman who and if you've played arkham knight you know he kind of goes off he just sort of he fakes his own death and he's just gone yep um but there'd be more focus on you know uh, dick grayson you know whether he picked up the mantle of batman or not i'm not sure or if he stayed nightwing yeah uh, that was
1: the, another character that's involved in that at least they have concept art for him yep
0: the tim drake robin Batgirl, but then also these, all these really cool takes on some of the classic characters. Mm-hmm. A really cool take on uh, Poison Ivy. Yeah. Was in there. A Gorilla Grod. Yeah. Was, that was in there. Yeah. interesting. He's yeah. like sipping a glass of whiskey or something. Yeah. Like I thought, I thought that was super, super cool. Um, a very cool take on Two Face. Yeah. Um, old
1: 2 Face. Old, old, uh, Harvey Dent.
0: Yeah. Old grizzled, old grizzled Two Face. Um, and then and just a lot of other things. Black Mask was in here. Um, it was actually a female black mask. Yeah. It was actually a female black mask. Yeah. White rabbit was in here. Right. Um just a lot it just looked like a cool it could have been a really Would've cool thing. It would have
1: been fun thing. to see. Even if they did like a like a one off like comic series or something, I'd read it. hmm It'd be cool to see.
0: Yeah. Very, very neat. But unfortunately, we're not gonna get it. That's yep. Familiar. And
1: probably won't have anything to do with the next game that they do for DC. Probably not. Yeah.
0: Darn it. Anyways, um, two last things I want to get to, both uh, industry related as far as video games are concerned. Uh, so, GameStop and Game Informer. So, GameStop owns Game Informer, uh, had a big uh, round of layoffs recently. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. they laid off about 14% of their workforce. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um, it, you know, these things happen 120
1: plus people.
0: Yeah, these things happen. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of people. And, it, and apparently, it was very un. Um, it, it, people didn't see it coming. Really? Yeah. So uh, my Twitter feed was full of retweets of ex Game Informer uh, employees, especially a lot of the writers and stuff for Game yeah. Informer. Yeah. And I know you get Game Informer. I do. I still so, subscribe. Yeah. Um, I
1: actually get the printed edition. That's great, of man. Game Informer. Dude, in I grew the up. Mail.
0: Dude, I used to get. I used to get Electronic Gaming Monthly, mm-hmm. uh, Nintendo Power. Yes,
1: Nintendo Power, all the way.
0: All those things mm-hmm. I had, and and not even beyond video game stuff. Slam magazine, sure. you know, Double uh, XL, yeah, all Wizard that kind magazine. of stuff. Wizard. Oh, mm-hmm. Wizard! I got Wizard const- until they Wizard was it, awesome until they stopped making Wizard. I got Wizard. So um, it's sad to see these these people put out of work. So um, you know, hopefully they'll land on their feet. A lot of good, really talented people there. Yeah,
1: best of luck to them. It'll be interesting to see what it means for. GameStop, game informer like as a company because they're clearly talking about m- their move towards the future yeah restructuring their business yeah, yeah. whatever that means yeah um, well like
0: everything else less brick and mortar less physical media probably
1: you know. yeah there's i mean that's probably gonna be a big part of it. the first thing i think of is streaming right yeah. like is like how many people do you really need when you're streaming your media sure. but at the same time
0: you know who knows yeah it's a shame um on a brighter note uh, Riot Games uh, settled a class action lawsuit with some of their employees. Um, Long time coming. This this stemmed from the the, the various allegations of sexual misconduct and harassment. and harassment, and all that kind of stuff at Riot Games. Um, and in you know in light of the the recent walkout by some mm-hmm. of the Riot employees. Um, Word is that both sides were very happy with the arrangement that, um, you know, the the plaintiff side of this came out and said that it's a very positive step towards um, inclusion and um, a better workplace policies, better enforcement of workplace policies and that kind of thing. So um, most people that I've seen comment on this who are sort of industry insider. Yeah are saying that this is a pretty major step forward, especially for women in the video yeah. game space.
1: Yeah. You talk about Gamergate, you know, like this is uh, kind of one of the things that really needs to to happen in order to kind of uh, encourage that change, that broader change, right?
0: Absolutely. And I, you know, I've not mentioned this on the show before, but my youngest sister actually works for Riot Games. Right, yeah. Um, And so obviously I've, I've, I haven't talked to her too much about it, and she, to her credit, has said like she hasn't had any sort of any of this stuff that sort of happened to her. But at the same time, as an older brother, mm-hmm. you know, I I hate the idea that you know I a, a, a sister of mine would work for a company that sort of discriminates yeah. against women. Yeah, and so to hear that they're they're coming around to you know getting away from the bro culture and getting away from the you know just. I mean, harassment in general. Toxic masculinity yeah. is
1: so ingrained in a lot of gaming it culture. It really
0: is. It really is. And so if, if if this truly is a step forward for Riot Games, good for them.
1: Yeah. I hope, I hope that it is. I hope that it is. And yeah. I hope that especially for all the women that work there and women in the industry in general, but, that it, it really does prove to be that like, all right, we're, we're going to change things. To make it better yeah. um than what it is currently.
0: Yeah, and the bottom line is, you know, we got we we talked right at the top of the show about how, you know, it's a business, right? Yeah. Sony's a business. Absolutely. Uh, Disney is a business. Mm-hmm. Right games are trying to make money. Right games is a huge business yep. right now. They make a lot Massive of money. Massive business with, yep. with the esports, you know, blowing up the way it is. Mm-hmm. They have so much to lose from a business standpoint. Yeah. By not addressing this issue.
1: Yeah, well, and I think like it says a lot about the you know how long it kind of took for this whole thing to get worked out and you know it's it's really i'm sure it's a relief to all the parties involved Mm -hmm. that it's finally being worked out and it's really nice to hear that it's something that everybody is agreeing on and happy with yep um but yeah no i think it's you know it's it's hard change is a hard thing sometimes um and it's really hard for a lot of people to like understand the need for it in some cases Um, but it's, it's nice to see that this is actually like progress in some way, or at least it seems to be. Um, so we'll see. Yeah. We'll see where it goes.
0: We'll see where it goes. All right. Well, where are we going? uh, Where do we go from here? We are going... (laughs) We are going to more beer, I think, definitely. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think a we're, we're going. So we're going to the fridge. It's yep. right over there. Okay, sweet. Um, I can see it. Yep. <laughs> we are, we <laughs> There's are going, beer inside. We are going to the fridge. Probably
1: going to watch that Mandalorian trailer again, because holy crap. We are
0: definitely going to do that. Oh, my God. We're definitely going to do that. I watched the leaked scenes
1: like two more times. <laughs> so I'm, good. I, I Yeah. I'm so, so thrilled. Good. So thrilled. I can't wait.
0: I can't wait. Well, that is it for episode 22 of the Hell and podcast. I hope against hope that when we do episode 23 of the hell and Nerdy podcast that we will have better spider-man news to bring to you Me too. fingers crossed fingers webs crossed webs everyone crossed. yeah and, t- and, and <laughs> until they until they say the the nail is in the coffin here yep. we're gonna we're gonna hope against hope on on that one so yeah it's all and that's all i have to say about that <laughs> um yes thwip. whip definitely a whip all right so for andy I am Adam. This is the Hella Nerdy Podcast. And until next time, stay hella nerdy. If you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe, like, and follow us on Instagram at Hella Nerdy Podcast.
1: Podcast! (laughs) Podcast!